0: Gave us a nice uh on stage next to the mic introduction for our guest mario do you want to do it again since this shit wasn't recorded? i got or... one in me i All got right. one in me you fucking mario fool. who the fuck are yes, you
1: yes <laughs> let's see i'm uh <laughs> i am a lover of comedy um
2: mm-hmm.
1: i love having the power to manipulate people to make them laugh or you know to eviscerate some kind of emotional response from them that's like it's like a
0: superpower. it is i love that shit i have so much respect for you guys go on stage and do that shit yeah
3: i met mario so we'll do this part again while it's recording um hey, mario was only a couple
0: minutes at least
3: was my first comedy friend um, we, yeah, uh yeah <laughs> we we met we met when we were both doing the open mic at the um at, it was called the national comedy club it's been gone forever um and they had this this open mic i want to say it was on sundays was it on sunday
1: nights it feels that feels right that was my first time going on stage too yeah um,
3: and i was so nervous and i wanted to be sam kinnison so i went and i bought a, a, a minister's out there from <laughs> a religious biter. supply
0: store <laughs> yeah, i went and got in a car wreck and had a traumatic brain injury so i could yeah and it was horrifying it was it was i wasn't funny because the difference
3: is sam Kinnison did a bunch of religious shit yeah. but he was funny and he had been a minister in real life yeah and i just was not and had not What material were you doing?
0: Like going to Lutheran High
3: type shit? what? like Jesus is a fag and shit. Just stupid. (laughs) just Same ah, shit you're doing. Mario was right. Off camera, He said he was still
0: doing the same shit after 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you,
3: Jesus. Ah. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, and it wasn't funny. And I would baptize people. I was drinking Jack Daniels and I would baptize people with the the fucking Jack and shit.
2: It wasn't funny. It's open mic
3: I remember I went there for a few months and that's when I, I would mario and i would see each other there and i remember one night mario it was like january it was snowing and it was freezing cold and we went there i went there and you were standing outside and you were like it's gone they just the club ceased to exist it was just gone there was no notification that they weren't doing an open mic anymore not I remember was, that. Yeah, not only was the open mic not a thing, the fucking club wasn't a thing anymore. The restaurant, yeah, yeah.
0: But you went one Sunday, yeah. and the next Sunday it was just a supper club or some shit, like. Yeah, it was, it was just
3: a hotel. Just it was gone. the bar in a hotel downstairs. The Red Cross from the How theme, much of a, a. do you think All you guys
0: that? had in killing it? <laughs> 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 Dolls, as soon as Gall started doing his act, the place shut the fuck down. <laughs> And
3: then, the, about shut do, down they a room do.
2: Damn. <laughs>
3: and then the next Thursday we, uh, you told me that you were like hey they do the open mic on Thursdays at the safe house blah 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 so the next Thursday we met up at the safe house nice. and started doing that and I, gotta squeeze I had a already door worked in. at the safe house by then I had already worked at the front door and quit in a huff because they wouldn't give me a raise because I thought I was the best door guy ever so I demanded more money, and they were like, uh, <laughs> "You're the fucking door guy, dude."
1: Uh, I think you overestimated. You're like, "Here's my rider.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I, I M&M's am why people have to do the hula I right. make
3: them use that hula hoop. There are no coconut tits without me. <laughs> uh, it was it was fucking awful, but yeah, that's that that gig doing the front door there. That's when I. That's when Carlton wanted to beat my ass. Uh, Alfonso Rivera. Oh, he shut up. up! Yeah, he showed up one night. Carlton would buddy. fuck you
0: up. I oh, he, he was, he was yeah, low he, center he, of gravity. Stuck. stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: he looked like a pit bull. He was built like a.
0: Fucking like a young
1: Herschel Walker,
0: only two abortions in. <laughs> he
1: came in with a buddy. All <laughs> right. And
3: the friend of his. The friend of his brought him into that outside lobby of the safe house where you're like, uh, what's the yeah. password? And Carlton was like, not in a good mood to begin with. Oh, and his shit. friend was like, You gotta know the password. You gotta know the password. And he's like, Just let me the fuck in. So I was like, No, <laughs> you
1: have to know the password. A good moonwalk, motherfucker.
3: So I made them do, you remember at the safe house, Mario, how they had the cameras. Yep. in the outer lobby and if you were in the bar you could watch on tv you monitors see, it right yeah. yeah it's fucking great so i made them do i made the buddy lay on his back like this and then i made carlton lay like they were 69
2: uh-huh. <laughs> i made it? him do
3: i made him do push-ups
0: do you deserve to raise you're the I best know. doorman. <laughs>
3: And from the angle that the cameras caught it, it looked like Carlton was fucking his friend. So everybody in the bar, it looked like they
0: were fucking in the having missionary sex. Oh, missionary! Okay, got you.
3: Yeah, and and Carlton, um, they so I let him in.
0: I it's opened his the book name group. is Alfonso. You right. know that, right? That's <laughs> probably you. why he hated you. <laughs> Whatever. You're like seeing the silver usual. spoons theme, motherfucker. <laughs> Moonwalk, motherfucker.
3: Um, so Alfonso. Uh, got into the bar <laughs> and everybody was like clapping, like with, like they do when people get humiliated. And then there was right. this kind of—I could hear it from the outer lobby. There was this kind of quiet, and then this huge round of applause when they realized who he was in the bar. They were
0: like, "Holy shit, that's fucking!" Elfbox. Somebody throw some Tom Jones on the fucking jukebox. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, like five Not minutes later, to... he came crashing. He left through that
3: secret exit <laughs> of the phone booth. The alley door. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he came crashing through the front door again, try, and his friend had to like pull him back. He wanted to beat my ass. He
2: was That's screaming hilarious. At
3: me. I'm gonna fuck you up. You fucking humiliated me. I'm gonna fucking kill you, dude. And his friend had to like pull him off of me. It was awesome. That's
1: great. That was awesome. That's you great. know what would be really, really great to hear this story from his point of view? You right. would just be like some asshole at the door.
2: Yeah.
0: Asshole yeah. Trying to flex on a celebrity. <laughs> Yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, you knew who he was right
3: uh, I knew who he was about halfway into
0: it what was that like where you're like oh shit am I making Carlson oh, shit. Fucking... <laughs> what
3: it, it, at first I thought it was just a little a little muscular motherfucker that I was yeah. humiliating and then I was like oh my god that's fucking the Fresh Prince guy oh cool
0: <laughs> and humiliating muscular short guys is probably like your bread and butter and shit right I live for that I pay extra <laughs> right. for that fuck yeah. Uh, do you, you have any that's other... my whole
3: profile on Setlight
0: is humiliating <laughs> muscular <laughs> fucking Do you have any shit. other celebrity door room encounters at the safe room? The
3: first night I ever had to do the door there. The first night I was other on my own.
0: Greg Brady came in. Oh shit. What?
3: Bear, Barry Williams, Greg This is Brady like in his Brady boxing
0: box. celebrity boxing era type it, shit. He was in
3: town doing like a revival of The Music Man. It was touring around the country. And there were these, like, four drunk girls, drunk white girls, like, woo, girls. And they came in, and I was having them do, like, humiliating shit. And then i look over to the left, and that's where the door was. And there's this, like, middle-aged dude walking in with another guy. And I recognized him immediately. I'm like, holy fuck, that's greg brady from the fucking brady bunch and i and i kind of like team partridge
0: family so you're like it's all motherfucker
3: and i like put my hand out to him like don't don't let don't come up the steps don't let these girls see you and so what i did with the girls then was i made them sing the brady bunch theme because everybody knows the fucking brady bunch theme. so they're singing it and when they get about halfway through i like motion for barry williams to come up the steps and all of a sudden these four you're a you're a drunk Skank in your 20s, and you're singing the Brady Munstein, and fucking Greg Brady's right in your face. That's they, fucking awesome. They were screaming, so home, started crying. It was
1: fucking <laughs> awesome. It was fucking did you, awesome. Did you get laid? <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I it was, was Greg Brady. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Man, does anyone remember that? Like, first off, are we too woke to have that entrance to the safe house anymore? Like, can you not shame people and shit on them and Make fun of them anymore? We're no, too that's my choice,
1: man. If you that's my choice. If you had to do that to go your job, that's no, that's one thing.
0: Right. I'm but just saying, can you, the bus- as the business get added at too much on Twitter for fat shaming or whatever other Tom Fuller goes on to that door, like the stuff you did, get but, down and pretend yeah. like you're fucking. That sh- I feel like you just that was super fly homophobic nowadays.
3: to make a guy look like he was fucking another guy. That that would be taking his whole. That's what from. I'm saying. So
0: half yeah. the I think shit you they would, do,
1: I think they would just. I think they would just fire that guy, the doorman. Like, dude, mm. you can't do that.
0: So yeah. nowadays, it's, it's like soft nerf shaming, basically, like uh, humiliation. Yeah. Basically, yeah. just, you know.
3: But, like, now the company, now the, the bar, after, after Dave Baldwin, the guy who started the place, died, uh, it's now owned by the Marcus Corporation. So I'm sure oh, right. it's a yeah, way yeah. more clean, corporate kind of a situation there now. What do
1: they do there now? It's just a bar?
3: It's allegedly the same. It's still the safe house. They still have the Burt Reynolds thing in the ladies' room, and they have the secret walls and shit. But I'm sure it's a lot more tame.
0: That sucks. Well,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah it would have cost a
1: fortune to get to get that shit out of there. All of that stuff they had in there. Yeah, that would cost a fortune to change. Yep.
3: You remember when we got kicked out of the safe house when when Tony's open mic got got canceled there?
1: No, what happened?
3: Oh, God. Um,
1: oh, like the very last day, the last time?
3: Yeah. What Dave Baldwin my... came in with his wife, that, that horrifying woman. And <laughs> there was, it was during an open mic. And one thing that was cool about Tony Miller, the guy who ran it, was he had like really wide sort of appeal. Like, like white tourists from Iowa loved him, but like mm-hmm. so did everybody else so a lot more you, you, had, to. As, you had to be like yeah, that as the years went on a lot more black comics started coming to the safe house which meant that a lot more black customers started right. coming to the safe house and Dave Baldwin came through one night with his wife and it was like probably 80% people of color in his nice little James Bond bar really? and he flipped the fuck out it really? was the last show we were allowed to do <laughs> They canceled. Wow. They because the audience there. was too black. Yeah. Well, his wife did. Hey, his wife hey, was, That's
1: some. Uh, that's some severe racism when you're willing to give up money for your beliefs. Right. Yeah. That's some deep ingrained shit. Like fuck that money. Get these. Yeah. Get these niggas out my bar.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> classic. That's like uh, post modern racism. Like classic racism is like how can I use these colored people to make me money? Right. <laughs> like a slave driver. Yeah. Right. Really.
1: Like it is fuck money get him out i was uh wow i was uh wave i was driving and... we had a, a um like a new storage place that 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 popped up around here a few probably 2 years ago and it's like a self storage during... uh yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: sorry but go. for like bigger bigger like boats and shit like he had uh big indoor uh storage units but anyway outside on the on highway 18 he had all this Trump shit. And I'm like, why would you turn away liberal money because of who you vote for? Who the fuck cares? And I'll take, I don't care if you voted for Stalin. Give me your money. Like, who cares? That's, that's just, that's some really deep hatred to me. Like, why would you do that?
0: Yeah, Especially because that would be a pretty conservative person who's supposed to be the capitalist, who would put money above all? Right, else. Right, That's damn.
1: like you're, you're defeating your own purpose. That's crazy.
3: Is that your crazy blind cat?
1: He's not blind, and this isn't the one. It was a deaf cat, and that was like six years ago, dude.
0: Call <laughs> your canceled. <laughs>
1: that, cat's been dead for, that cat's been dead for years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> When's the last time y'all talked? Has it been a minute?
1: Uh, when did
3: I play at Delavan?
0: Oh, all right. That was uh, earlier
3: this
2: year.
1: That was this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was only a few months ago, man. You and Brian were there. Wait, were you there with Brian or someone else? Brian.
0: Dude, let's get Mario to play Brian Green in the movie. (laughs) Oh, that would be the fucking best. But just do your whole thing, hash it out, and be fucking crazy. Yeah.
1: Hey, I was um, I was scared of Brian Green when I first started. Why? I don't know. He just seemed like a mean big brother.
2: Mm. Yeah, like he yeah, was yeah, going to give scary.
1: It twisty at any minute. <laughs>
3: yeah, he was super scary. Well, the atmosphere at the safe house there when when during those that time, Tony had Tony, the guy who ran it, had this had a booth in the back, and not everybody was allowed to sit at Tony's booth with Tony. It was Brian sitting next to him and Michael D was allowed to sit there.
1: I and remember was, Michael D. Yep.
3: And that was it. And if you got invited to sit at the table, it was like a huge deal. And if you heard Tony with his goofy seal laugh, laughing at your, at your set, you knew you were probably, it was like the Carson show. Like if Johnny Carson invited you over to, the, to sit down at the desk, it was a huge deal. That's how it was with Tony. You, you, you it took it took me months to get invited to sit at the table. And the first time I sat down, Brian's scary ass greed leaned forward and he said, <laughs> He said, You're not a fucking rapper. Stop holding the mic so high.
1: You sound just like him.
0: <laughs> yeah, the mic like this. <laughs> yeah, I would hold it like i M. I'd be
1: like, Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, uh. He's holding it, he's holding it sideways. So you gotta go <laughs> that
0: Dimitri Martin shit. Yeah. At the very bottom. Well that's the first thing You're he not. said to me was You're <laughs> not a fucking rapper. That's hilarious. That is some big brother shit. Yeah. Brian Green's like nine days older than Dirt, but I still wouldn't want to scrap with his ass. He looks like he put up a fight with his scat hey, man brothers looking ass. Scat man. You gotta crothers. make
1: him move. You gotta make him move move around so he hurts his back. Yeah. That's how you beat a dude like that. You got to yep. just move around until he he twists the wrong way and fuck his back up. <laughs> <laughs> my hip. man, it's funny, but one thing—it's real quick. It, it's funny that you mentioned Scatman Carruthers because my girlfriend's making me watch The Shining, and he's in that. And that's oh, the yeah, second time he's been he's been mentioned in one day. And he Shut I up. haven't haven't heard anything about Scatman Carruthers for twenty fucking years. <laughs> <About> <laughs> twice in one day.
0: You never seen The Shining. No.
1: Well, I had seen parts of it. That's why she's making me watch it. dude, you should do right one of those so... reaction
0: videos, man. Like, record yourself reacting to that shit. it'd Be great. Like, I kind of
1: really want to get into stuff like that, man. But I'm, I'm just super lazy. I always expect someone to just
0: discover me. <laughs> I mean, with that, I'm, I'm... <laughs> I mean, I can relate because sometimes it's hard to apparently start recording something. I'm... <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: so I'm the ideas guy. I'm right. I'm the ideas guy. When you watch The
3: Shining, when are you watch it? When are you going to watch it with your girlfriend?
1: We were watching it when I realized that this podcast was at 1230 and not at 5 this evening.
3: Okay. So when you go back to watching it, make sure – I'm assuming that's not nicotine you're sucking on there. So you'll be good and correct. high. You'll be good and high when you watch it. Do, the, do yourself this favor when you're watching it. Every time they show Scatman think of Brian Green. Like imagine that it's Brian Green and it'll make the movie. Ten even times walks
0: Dude, let's deep fake it. Let's get a cut of it and deep fake his face on that shit. You don't even
1: have to you
0: don't, you don't even have, have to yeah. deep
3: fake it. When you edit this together, no get some 14
1: year old get some 14 year old at GameStop to do it. Just walk up <laughs> to some kid.
0: Yeah. When you you're like, can you swap together. this face onto this other face? And the kid's like, oh, why? Wow, it's a- same guy right what the fuck are we doing here <laughs> it's the
1: same guy
0: why are you wasting my but time old dude? right when
3: you edit this jay, <laughs> old dude. jay when you edit this put in a picture as we're saying this part There's
0: scatman put for a picture sure.
3: of scatman in that movie and find a picture of brian green on, on his fucking facebook and I mean, put it next to each other he's the same motherfucker it's...
1: hey do you remember do you remember when he was at jokers one time and he had his name on the on the marquee but it said brain green (laughs) instead of brian it said brain do you remember that yeah
2: (laughs) that was when you were a long time
0: right
1: yeah me and nola were hosting there i was there that weekend though he was there and it said brain green
0: (laughs) ironically the last nickname you would ever give brian green brain (laughs) is brain
1: (laughs) i think that was one of the jokes wait hold on and a bee just flew in my window uh give me a second i don't like bees
0: no for sure i'm looking <laughs> for sure. my pistol
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this shit's not just in your waistband what the hell dude <laughs> hell?
1: wait it's all lethargic hold on it's like right by my phone
0: fo- it's like the you bees it. this lazy oh my bee God. just let it show he's,
1: he's behind my phone right now
0: It'd be amazing if he stings you during this podcast. It'd be great content. Right, I
1: die on life, on life, <laughs> internet, or
0: whatever. <laughs> discover a new allergy.
1: Why are you out... Do you live outdoors?
0: No, wait here. Fucking Candyman over here. We got Candyman on our podcast. What's up, Tony Todd? Can you see him? No, you got that screensaver shit on. It's just a green screen.
1: Oh, I don't know how to change that. I thought you did that.
0: Nah, Look, man, a... I'm old, all right? <laughs> Let the bee be... I didn't even...
1: I didn't even know I could do this. Uh, I'm I'm lying. Okay, there he is. There he is. Hold on, hold on.
0: Uh, uh, You could capture it in one of the tin cans you have attached to string for a phone. (laughs) (laughs) We roast the ones we love on the show. I don't see a carcass, so I'll probably fuck that up.
3: Motherfucker's got a cleaning lady, and he.
1: No, have a proper no. proper
3: setup to do a
1: podcast. no hold on. Wait a minute. That's not fair. That's not how that works.
0: She's called a okay. girlfriend.
1: There's a lady <laughs> who comes here and cleans when I call her. That is a cleaning lady. I have a clean lady. Yeah,
3: Yeah, that's exactly what the point
0: But it's not scheduled. You're more like, oh shit, we just hit
1: right to right, use a Kanye con- exactly. term,
0: DEF CON three. He said DEF CON, <laughs> didn't he? It's supposed <laughs> to be DEF yeah. 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 Oh my God. <laughs>
1: I have, a, I have a, a pass where when I call her and say the word broccoli, she knows it's time to come clean. And I give her like 50 bucks and she cleans for like two hours. And
0: and then the police I'm think that she's selling weed because they're using broccoli for a code word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a cleaning lady, dude. Yeah. A fucking I, I don't have a cleaning lady.
3: I, I just have someone that I pay to
1: come in and clean my house. It sounds so like...
0: bougie. <sighs> there yeah, very, very. Yeah, the question is: Are you using a white maid?
2: Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> of course, Fuck yes.
0: I gotta say, if I was a brother dude, I would totally be having white maids and yard boys hey, hope- and shit. Like. Right? the spot.
1: You missed the fucking spot. <laughs> hey, hey, Chad, Chad, uh, <laughs> hey, Toby, <laughs> pick it up. Um, uh, what was I gonna say about her? Oh, dude, sometimes she does like weird, quirky stuff. Like I told her she didn't have to go into my bedroom. Don't even worry about that. She cleans like the front room, the kitchen and the bathroom. But every once in a while, she'll wander into the bedroom. And like, one time she paired my socks and like, like matched them And bought I don't match my socks. I just throw them all in in the drawer.
0: Make it like part of my life of just having a Dude, I came
1: home and she I came home, she had cleaned up, I'm like, okay. And then like two days later, I open the drawer to my socks, and they're all balled up. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Oh shit! There's that beep. Hold on.
0: Oh shit.
2: <laughs> oh!
1: <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There he is. There he is. There he is. is.
0: Throwing my slippers.
1: <laughs>
2: oh.
0: Get it with a house me.
1: shoe. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea, actually. <laughs>
0: all right. <laughs> all right. All right. I got him. Cat, are have any comics on here? I got him.
3: Uh, I you should have to have
0: gone on stage one time to be on our show. I have a, a question, Mario. Yes.
3: Um. So, uh, regarding your your this crazy bitch paired your socks story, <laughs> it was two days later that you went in to get a fresh pair of socks.
1: <laughs> well, okay, no, 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 that's not. It right. been
0: summer flip flops. So.
1: If you must know, when I do my laundry, I just leave the shit in the dryer until I wear it. So, I had socks in the dryer. When I ran out of dryer
0: socks, I went to the drawer. (laughs) Dryer socks. (laughs) Dryer socks need replenishing. Have to do another load. Dude, I'm losing my mind, bro. Hey, go. Did I tell you about my
1: sleepwalking incident? No. You're about to.
3: What happened?
1: Dude, one night I woke up in the parking lot completely (laughs) This is, this is an honest to God truth. This
0: Wait, happened what, to me. The parking lot of your apartment? Yes. Okay.
1: Standing at my door to, to my car and nothing but my boxers trying to get in my car. And I, what woke me up was my feet were cold. I was like, why, I thought they were wet. I said, why are my feet wet? I looked down and I was like, why am I not wearing any shoes? And then I was like, why am I not wearing any clothes? What am I doing outside? What the fuck? Right, I'm freaking Holy out. Holy shit. So, <laughs> I wasn't drunk, dude. I wasn't high. I like literally just came to, and I was standing at the door trying to open the door to my car.
3: That's some so alien I'm, abduction shit. Yes,
1: yes. L- listen. So, did your ass like, Fuck it. I'm gonna go back into the apartment. I walk up the stairs more than normal. I, had, I locked the door. I locked myself out, bro, in my boxers. My God. Oh shit! God. So. <laughs> Clearly, I was going somewhere, right?
0: No phone, probably. <laughs> no, dude,
1: my boxers, nothing, literally, nothing else. Dick hanging out, just like, no what the fuck, right? So I go across the street to the bar. <laughs> of course, why wouldn't you?
3: <laughs> Where you have a tab and don't need a wallet.
1: Right. <laughs> and the bar, one of the bartenders has my spare key because she's around when I get deliveries a lot. So, Genius, I, so I called her... She had to come and let me in. I, uh, oh, my it God. Was oh, that's hilarious. Holy and shit. And then someone said, is that the first time you've done that? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> like, what if I've done it a million times but was successful last time, you know? And you know what? To be honest with you, some a lot of times I will wake up in the morning and say to myself, let me wash these dishes before I go to work. And I walk in the kitchen and the kitchen is clean. I have no recollection of doing it. Well, so I'm that losing crazy my mind cleaner here
0: snuck in in the middle of the night,
1: right. shit. Oh, oh, wait, wait, that's not even the weirdest one. The weirdest one. And girl, I have proof of this, I will send you a picture of what I'm tell- about to tell you. One night I woke up, it was like bar time. And I was like, all right, let me get ready for bed. And I looked down on the on the coffee table and there's a, a bar of soap wrapped in a towel, like a, a, a little hand towel wrapped around a bar awesome. of soap. So I pick it up.
0: Full Metal Jacket. And there's, a, shit.
1: there's a bite mark in the soap, <laughs> like someone took a bite out of it.
0: <laughs> wait, bro, you need to record yourself while you sleep and see what the hell's going on. <laughs>
1: wait, wait. So for a few, for like two seconds ago, I swear to God, I was like, someone who the fuck came in here and bit this brand new bar of soap. <laughs> so I'm looking around, dude. I'm checking the door. You know, I'm looking for evidence of an intruder, and then I looked at it, I was like, that looked like my teeth. So I went to the bathroom and like some old episode of of like forensic files. I held it up to my face, and it was a perfect match. Damn.
0: Like, so you're having some was, vestigial dream of having your mouth washed out with soap for cussing when you're a kid well, or some shit? Or
1: something, something. What and, the and, fuck? Dude, I'll send you the picture Go. When we're done <laughs> oh with this, God, wait, do let it. me see if I can do that. Hold, on, hold on. <laughs> right on. let me see if I can do that right now.
0: While you're doing that, do either of y'all ever yes. actually have your mouth washed out with soap when you were a kid?
1: Uh, Yes, I have. Dude, that I did shit not. Is,
0: That's like torture. Wait, Wait, like I CIA I torture. That shit's awful, dude.
1: Should I send it like uh, um, messenger? Yeah. Yeah, send it to me a message. Here it is right here. All right, hold on. Dude, you're gonna you're gonna flip out, bro. When you <laughs> see this, you're gonna flip out. Hold on, here it comes. I'm gonna send it to both of y'all.
0: Yeah, send it to Jim. Sweet. And then uh, I'll put it up on the screen. For the fucking. Oh, there you go. I just suggested... for the eleven. The eleven. Speaking of which, like and subscribe, motherfuckers. We got eleven subscribers. I know we're new, but dude, that is crazy. Are You submitted? Uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Have you not considered like getting this shit like? explored medically like some sleep studies i'm losing uh, losing
2: my mind bro oh my god what the fuck what is
0: what is that you got to start seeing if you can open for mike Burbiglia. some sleepwalking shit the sleepwalking tour that's crazy
1: sometimes sometimes i wake up and there's like a box of cereal in the bed or like sometimes i wake up and the door's unlocked
0: yikes you gotta start checking your odometer, like Ferris Bueller's buddy's dad with that fucking Ferrari <laughs> and make sure because you get up in the morning, you're like, Oh shit, I drove like 12 miles last night. Worth like, 12 what?
1: miles, right? Yeah, like moon night. I'm some secret serial killer. <laughs> uh,
0: you got the dungeon shit. Yeah, you're
3: doing something. It it's some quantum leap shit or some fucking alien shit. What
1: if what if it's been happening for years and that was the first time I fucked
0: it up? Yeah, yeah. it sounds like it, maybe. You just forgot your keys. I forgot my
2: pants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, when
1: I came across the the street to the bar, I actually didn't have to go in. Excuse me. I didn't have to go in because before I got into the parking lot, the bartender chick and her husband and another guy, she goes, Mario? And then the guy started laughing. And then she's like, are you okay? And I said, I'm like this. (laughs) <laughs> I locked myself out. <laughs> Can you please call Jessica? And I just turned around and walked away.
0: No oh my context. God. They thought he escaped you know from she... the get-out house and shit. Like, oh my God,
1: bro, that oh. could have been like super bad.
0: That's crazy. You're That's like insane. one of Dahmer's victims, just out half naked, stumbling around. Like what night, if it had been?
1: What if it had been <laughs> after bar time, like at four? Yeah,
0: yeah. You'd be in
3: jail right now. <laughs> 'Cause you live out in the you live out in, in fucking Trumpville and shit, don't you? Oh shit.
1: It's it's weird out here. Like they'll have all the signs out and shit, but when you talk to them at the bar, they act like they don't know
0: who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. No, don't switch
1: it from Fox because I'm in here.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
3: Oh, my God. That's this soap thing is my life. That's going to be my new fucking yeah. profile picture on every That's amazing. social media.
0: <laughs> That's our new podcast. Dude, can well,
1: you girl. imagine that? Like, it, Okay, this is what I also think has been happening. I've never lived by myself for any stretch of time. This is the first time I've lived by myself. Mm. I've always been, I was married for a long time. I have always had a roommate or a girlfriend. You know, I'd have a couple months in between, but I think I've been here for like seven years now, six or seven years. And, um, This is the only time I realized I've been sleepwalking because I know no one else did this shit.
0: Right. It's unequivocal. You're sleepwalking, dude. It had to
1: be me. Right. That's just crazy. Sometimes the laundry is done. I'll get up. The laundry is done. And I I was going to do it before I went to work. And it's fucking done. It's in the dryer already. Done.
0: After hearing that, my wife is like Googling how to make your husband become a sleepwalker and do chores in the middle of the night. It's crazy.
2: You got to be careful,
0: dude. Start sleeping in a Kevlar vest so when some neighbor stands my grounds your ass and shoots you for walking around your boxers, you at least have the I'm going to pour some
1: flour on the floor before I go to bed so I can see if I'm walking around at night.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
3: If just so you don't feel bad, about doing the fucked up shit, I'll give you a sleepwalking story. The one sleepwalking story that ever happened to me. It, and we're circling back to Brian fucking Green again. Um, this was like three years ago, maybe. Brian and I were going up to play, and it was the dead of winter. And we were going up to play Harris, Michigan. Yeah, have you done that room, Mario?
1: I've done... Uh...
3: The, the one, island,
1: the island resort. Island, yeah, I've done the island resort.
3: Yeah, that, is that one. the one. Yeah, yeah. we the one with this where the stage is really high.
1: It's like a big. It's, got the, disp- high it's stage. got the dispensary in the parking lot, right?
3: I don't know. I didn't spend any time in the parking lot. That, I was probably... just telling
1: him. I was telling him that story before you came on. That was ah. the first dispensary I've ever been to. Oh wow! But, yeah, go ahead.
3: Um, so we 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 were driving up there, and it was a Sunday afternoon because it's a Sunday night gig. And it was that day where the storms, the snowstorm, was so bad. The snow was going sideways, and there were just cars, trucks, and everything on the side of the road, and everything. And we were driving in my Lexus, and we were so afraid. We we ended up turning around, calling Joe Sanfilippo, and saying, "We can't. We're not going to fucking Michigan today. We got about as far as Sheboygan. and we turned around, but." It was so scary and so traumatic, and we had to ride. It was so slippery that, you know, on the side of the highway they have the the those that ribbed part for when you're too drunk and you fade off.
1: It's called a rumble strip. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was <always laughs> wondering. You know that
0: thing? We got that an makes expert on here.
3: <laughs> Oh yeah, Mister Makes the Roads guy. Know so what, what are I
0: those stopped. city titties or whatever technically called? So <laughs> we <laughs> had to.
2: We city had to titties. ride on that.
0: Those maybe they don't have them here. They're like the half dome um, reflectors they have, like down in Virginia, so they had them a lot.
1: Oh, the lane markers, sure. Yeah, but they're the in city. the road. Yeah, we don't yeah. Yeah. have those here. All right. Yeah.
3: Um, so we had to ride on the on the on the ribs for her pleasure part of the fucking highway, <laughs> doing like 15 <laughs> miles an hour for real. Like I had the car back down in like third gear, Damn. where you can't go more than like 20. And it took us like four hours to get back from Sheboygan. And we were so scared. We went to this bar that was like a a block from his house. And we just fucking had to drink. And later that night, I apparently, according to Carrie, got up, said I had to go to the bathroom, and promptly went into her home office, took out my dick, and pissed on the floor of the office and i have no <laughs> recollection of this just took a full piss on the floor did well, she like wake up and catch you doing it walking. i have no recollection of this
0: did she catch you in the act
1: yeah i think yeah. that's more of a blackout situation like
0: yeah <laughs> that's a drinking because i was gonna no, say i, I wasn't don't have
1: i wasn't drunk i wasn't drunk
0: all right well you just doing the bar parts so.
3: Well, we didn't get drunk at the bar. We okay. had to immediately go to a bar and
0: have yeah, a drink. That was the No, you game. imply yeah. y'all got fucked up. Don't, no, 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 don't let them off. That no, easy. we didn't
3: get fucked up. We didn't get fucked up. I was
0: surprised. I was I, I, because
1: Carrie. I was already scared to drive, so I'm not going to drive drunk. Again. Oh, the, um, that happened to, let me see. Do you know Mick Lazinski? Mick Lezinski that's and, a and I. a fucking name. Yeah, that's a great stage name, man. Yeah. I'd never forget his name when man. I was introducing him. Um, he, myself, and you remember a girl I was dating, Kathy, right? We had went up to, we'd gone up to, Mich- to upper Michigan and did a show at one of the casino rooms. And we had another show at Duluth, Minnesota. So we were going to shoot up to Michigan, do that show, shoot across to Duluth, and then back down towards Milwaukee. And on the way to Duluth, we ran into this fucking snowstorm, dude. We literally had to stop and get a room. We just got one room and just went in there and fucking crashed out until it stopped snowing. It was that dangerous. Like, we couldn't see any fucking thing. Wow. So, we're all in one room. Me and my girlfriend and Mick And Mick is in the other bed. So, I gotta take a shit, right? I don't want to shit in a room, in a hotel room with Mick Lazinski and my girlfriend in it. So, I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna go see if I can go find, like, a public restroom somewhere, like, in the pool, pool area or something, right?
0: So, it. it's so absurd so human fucking love it go so
1: i walked right right you have to hear the backstory I mean, it doesn't sound so weird when you hear the backstory so i walked down to the pool area everything's closed it's fucking three in the morning whatever and as i'm coming back i I see this room with the door open like the door's ajar <laughs> maybe a foot
0: tell me you went
1: in <laughs> Dude, I went in. I, I, I turned around and made sure no one was looking and I backed in, right? So I was all the way Back in the in. room. That's I dangerous. turned I, I closed the door, like turned the, you know, you turn the how you turn the knob and then push it up and then release okay. the knob so it doesn't make that noise. And I turned around, dude, there's an entire family <laughs> asleep in this room. Wow. Dude, That's there's a, a, a there's a dad, a mom, and two kids asleep oh, in this shit room. The so I didn't take I did not. uh, (laughs) Oh my god.
0: He's like, so I upper (laughs) decked (laughs) him.
1: I I I took a shit and didn't flush.
0: Right. A shit on mom's chest.
1: Dude, that's creepy. Like they they had no idea. Did you go back and just shit in your own room? Did you I don't think I. I think the shit went away after that.
0: <laughs> it just crawled back up. It just the crawled back up. Shit. Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh my There's god. There's a family
1: somewhere in the Midwest that had a black dude standing in the in their room, and they have no idea.
0: Yeah. That's what they that's get from going to awesome. bed with the door open. Way to protect Wait, Why was the door
1: open, dude? That's this amazing. is what I thought. I, I thought that the room was vacant, and like someone who was supposed to clean it. That's why it was open. I thought it was vacant. So, oh my God. That's backing in is of... a
0: strange choice, though. The backing in. Like, who knows who's in there? No,
1: but... it just happened like that because I turned to see that it, to make All sure right, no one was looking you. at like me as I went it, into as the room. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was more like, is the coast clear kind of thing. Right. And then when I turned no around, into...
1: I'm
2: like, <laughs> dude, that is
1: hilarious.
3: He's like Adam was... West Batman trying to get rid of that bomb, just running <laughs> from place to place.
1: <laughs> to... Uh... Like... Hey. I was literally like, of course those are people. Like in my mind, I am like, of course that's a family of people in this room you just walked into, you stupid motherfucker. Dude, if you,
0: if you like accidentally, like knock something over, exiting that room, your entire life would be so different right now.
1: Or if they had like a dog or some shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did, but the dumbasses left the door open, so now they don't have a dog anymore. Right. Or you ran it over while it you were like, sleep dude. driving one night <laughs>
1: Oh, one of the kids uh. wakes up and screams oh my god
0: Oh you're done dude you're like yeah, arrested that shit's time. on your record like and like how do you explain it? like dude I, well, I want to see like the police interrogation like the true crime of this shit they're interrogating and you're like look you never have to take a shit but you've only been dating the girl like two weeks
2: <laughs> right
1: uh, and there's a guy in a room like what right. are you gonna do <laughs> I hate that when you have shit that happens. And then so you
0: so even. What if she was not there and it was just Mick Luzinski? I, I'm terrible with names these days, but that's so good. Yeah, that was that you shit. said it right.
1: I think it was more. If it was her. just
0: him, would you? Yeah, okay. Because I, I tell you, I hate shit in public. dude. I don't know what it is. Like I will hold that shit. dude I'm it, poop, dude. a I, plane. I, I can't.
1: Poop. I have to poop at home. It's got to be at home. I can't do it nowhere else. Are
0: you piss shy too? Do you have pissing problems no, in I'm
1: public? Shit. Pee at a bus stop, I don't give a fuck about that.
0: <laughs> Can will and have.
1: Yeah, at a, a mailbox. I'll stand at a mailbox like I'm ruminating over some shit, pissing like a motherfucker, and just drift away. <laughs> I'm a German you, shepherd
3: with pissing? There's a. I'm trying to be discreet here, but there's a there's a period of your history where shitting in private was probably not very possible.
1: That's probably where I got that from.
0: Mm, how you grew up.
1: No, what, I was in prison gonna... for
0: a while. In a oh, cell really? with one guy. Yeah, So, so it you really like... would have been fucked if they found you in that room. Was that before or after? Would that have been like a... That was, but
1: that was before. That was before. Mm. I, yeah, I was on... I don't think... I may have still been on parole at, at that time.
0: Dude, I'm fascinated by prison and the prison experience. I watch those days, like six shows like 60 days in and shit. Like, oh my God, dude. Like, How much well, do you, are you down to babe. talk about this shit?
1: I don't give a fuck. That happened. That was a long time ago.
3: He posts right. about it jokingly on fucking Facebook.
0: I love you, dude. <laughs> be like, been like, in a while. Best.
1: Having been in prison, blah blah blah.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, we did do some That's where the bite of show. soap came from, right?
2: The prison shit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you wow. were pouring a drink while you recovered from that one <laughs> <laughs> not nah, for real though man I mean I don't know if you want to go into details of what you did to land there and shit. But <laughs> just the daily life of being in prison I'm always into like first moments I was going to ask you earlier do you remember your first time you went on stage to open mic or whatever what that was like Talk about the feeling it invokes but two, the first day you go into the yard like the fucking fresh fish and Shawshank type shit like
2: oh. talk about mo-
0: these moments dude
1: the process of getting there was scarier than the actual setting. Mm. You know, all the stories you hear. Um, sitting in the county jail, going through your court process, and then getting found guilty or whatever, or pleading guilty, and getting processed through the, into the prison system. That part was scary. But once you got there... It's just a bunch of regular dudes. You got some weirdos, you know, you got some psychopaths, but most of them are just regular dudes that fucked up selling weed or some shit. So you weren't just, like
0: max security, like with murders I and was shit, in,
1: right? oh my God, I got so many stories, bro. I, I was in Damn. Max for five years. Damn. Uh, between Green Bay and Wapan. And then I was in uh, Racine for like two years, Racine Correctional. For, that's a medium. And then I was at this place out by Madison called Oak Hill, Correctional. I think it's still there, but they have a fence now. When I was there, there was no fence. It was just like these cabins. So there were many times when I was just in a room with a guy in an eight by10, just, you know, there's no privacy at all. So I think that's probably where I got that.
2: The shit show thing, yeah.
1: but you were asking me like the first time. Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't I'm just, yeah cool. The
0: whole experience because it's crazy. It is like you said, mostly regular dudes. Because you watch a show like sixty days in or some shit. Which if right. people don't know, it's like volunteers volunteer to go into like a max security prison for like sixty days undercover to help the prison, I guess, work out whatever issues they have with security and contraband and shit. But those shows is like ten hours of 60 days you took 60 right. days, edited it down to 10 hours it looks like insane all the time because they're showing you the 10 craziest hours mm-hmm. right exactly so most of it's just downtime people chilling you know now it does seem it depends on what kind of politics they allow on the cell block like when it gets real racially divided and shit then you get more static problems did you see a lot of that Was it like the woods and the fucking... Yes. Yeah.
1: It was very clicky. Very clicky. Very like... um, When I was in Green Bay, I was 19. I was there for three years. That was the first max I was in. and That was like... the, The first night there, that was probably the worst night because that whole time I had been going to different places like okay now I gotta go here now I gotta go there now I was at my final destination and the, the lady closed the, she shut the bars that's and walked away and like that was it like you're done for now that was scary I definitely cried that night that was scary I knew I wasn't going anywhere for the rest of that night that crazy, was really man. scary and there's always something happening but you're not always involved always somebody fighting about some bullshit. Every once in a while somebody will get stabbed. There was never any rape or nothing. That shit was all consensual. Um everyone just in the while, fact you're like everyone's
0: trying to get stabbed. Like to the <laughs> average person they're like a stabbing would be like the most horrific shit they ever witnessed in their life and you're lucky you don't ever see something like that, you know. But to kind of be like eh you know it happened. That's just shows you see you what- some
1: crazy you see some crazy things just because it's such a such a close proximity. Like you know mm-hmm. everyone damn near. So, so when something happens, you know about it, yeah. or you're there when it happens. Witnessing. Yeah. You know, so i've I've seen. I've seen a lot of stuff. Did
0: you, know, you ever I mix see. it up with anybody, or you just were cool and laid back? I bet making jail. people laugh probably helped a lot in there, didn't it?
1: Well, I wasn't a comedian. Mm. And before that, that's probably what made me want to do comedy because I realized how easy that was to just like manipulate people, like distract them with humor. Yeah, and, like, that's what I'm saying. Boost. So it
0: helped you in there, and you're like, I could do this shit. Yeah, I can go like, out on yeah, get on stages and exactly. do it. Yeah. And
1: right when I got out, that was that's when I great. went and did the first show at the um the National Comedy Club. That was my first time doing it. I had been out of prison maybe like a month, and I was like, fuck oh, awesome. it, I'm gonna go try it. It's like an
0: origin story, dude, for a superhero. Wow. It's fucking great. What was that like then? To go from man, five years you were there. He said, eight, so seven years and ten months. That's a fucking stretch, dude. So what was scarier? What was
3: scarier? First night in prison or first time
1: going up? It was going on stage is easy.
0: Okay, but because you had been to prison,
1: probably. Like, what are they going to do to me? They can't do that to me.
0: It's like you know, veterans who've been in war. They're like,
1: right, exactly. Like the worst they could do is not laugh. And th- that was easy because I know I was funny. and I know how to entertain people and what people think is funny. Did even you shit, do prison
0: material? I have like one
1: or, or two. Were you just like, that. I just got
0: out a month ago after doing like, that'd be a crazy way to open a fucking act. Oh,
1: like, well, no, oh, no, I don't think I actually, I don't think I actually talked about anything that happened to me in prison until I told somebody something that happened in prison. I think it was Liza, Liza Marie. Mm. I was just.
0: In another comics, like and another comment's like you gotta
1: mind that shit. Prison, yeah, yeah. And and she's like, How come you don't talk about that on stage? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. That's so gold. I've only I don't do a lot of stuff about prison. I don't even know why. Because a you lot should. of it is very interesting and funny. Yeah, you know, you yeah. Yeah,
3: I've only heard you do a couple of I've only heard you do over the years a couple of bits where it's not even so much about
0: Being in prison, it's just the backdrop of a it just happens
3: interaction story.
0: Yeah. Dude, you could probably do a sick like hour set themed on that though, and fucking crush it. Sprinkling serious and potent moments and shit.
2: I remember
3: one bit I remember from the beginning, like from National Comedy Club early on at the safe house. I don't remember the details of it. So if you remember it, please do it right now. But it had to do with a
1: popsicle
3: like you you doing an act out of oh
2: evening? dude no. of
3: eating ice cream <laughs> or a popsicle or some shit
1: oh that's so dude that joke is so lame i know what you're talking about i don't even i i like that joke at first because people it would get a reaction out of people but it was kind of vulgar and i don't know i guess i didn't want to be seen as a vulgar comic like some people were really offended This one lady came up to me after a show at joker she was like you were very, very funny, but don't do that popsicle joke anymore.
0: Through what is it? I gotta know. You can't leave me. This is like it's... the two foot salami <sighs> and Breakfast Club and shit. The poodle and the salami. All right. All
1: right. So the joke was how girls get offended when you are excited watching them eat like phallic things, like a popsicle cone, or you know. So I mime that on stage, like I'm lifting the microphone like a, pop, like a <laughs> uh, popsicle. That, that, that. And uh, I was uh, like, "What if they had popsicles shaped like female genitalia? Like it would be the same." <laughs> so then I stand there with my that's fingers like this, and I'm like looking in between, and you yeah. know, like that. So <laughs> yeah, the some one blue hair sure comes that, up
0: to you. Don't do that joke. Like oh, that's solid.
1: Hey, at Shit. least she prefaced it with like you were very funny. However, <laughs>
3: oh, I love those. I love when they come up after that. Oh, I loved it. Don't say Ex- retard anymore.
0: Right. Yeah. You're
2: like with <laughs> you Down syndrome. You shouldn't say <laughs> retarded.
0: You're like, yeah, he has exactly. an act with Down syndrome. Shut the fuck up, retard.
1: That's exactly how it was too. <laughs> like you were re- like I could I could picture her laughing the whole entire show and then me doing that bit and then her just being so brokenhearted and disappointed. Like, uh, oh, this guy was funny up until that moment. But now I don't like him anymore. Like, oh, that just irked me. I'll I stop doing it right after that. I don't think it was I was the kind of that,
0: that. that did it. She was cool with the flesh,
1: that's right? what it was, right? She was brutal. cool with all the black jokes, all of that. Shit. But as soon as I did that, she was afraid, hey, vaginas.
0: Nope. Here's a question <laughs> I was going to ask off of that What's the joke that you guys remember from early on that did really well that you're most ashamed of Hello? now that it did well, like some pandering to the crowd type? Cheap laugh um, shit that you knew wasn't a good joke, but they loved it. Do you got one of them? Either of you?
2: Uh, um, sometimes you do like filler <laughs> on, stock mate. jokes when you when you're like, like lost or you want to stop for timing. But I don't have any. That's probably
1: the only one. That popsicle one, because I would do a lot of rowdy rooms and they would all eat that shit up. But that one lady, man, she just. And I was thinking to myself, man, if if my mom was here, she would say the same thing, you know? So I don't
0: know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: but I think comedy is
0: like they say, you got to write like everyone's dead if you're a writer. You got to be like that with comedy, right? You can't think about your mom when you're fucking putting your. I don't know. I think it
2: depends,
1: man. I think you can tell the same story in different ways. Mm,
0: That's interesting.
1: Like you don't have to be both. I could have told that story. Without the act out, different. Without the, right, without that part like I could have just implied that right
0: Yeah, but that's kind of the juice sometimes that's what makes it funny just how you do that you know what I mean if you get sloppy with it and shit and just push that's it what,
1: that's what I was ashamed yeah. of like I know I had nah, to I mean, do I'm that to, alip, to get the response I wanted right I was always right. ashamed
3: when you but, did that bit because it made
1: me
0: question my uh... <laughs> it made me confused in my
3: lady bits in
1: your lady
0: parts <laughs> no, for those who don't know God is a hermaphrodite so he's allowed <laughs> to insult whoever the fuck he wants <laughs> No one talks about. Do hermaphrodites exist anymore? Did they disappear? Yeah, right. Did,
1: can you even say that word anymore? I don't know if they
0: exist. I think are doctors like making you pick at birth, and that's why we have all this trans I think,
1: shit. I think maybe they. It's just we use the, the term transgender instead of hermaphrodite.
0: No, but like hermaphrodite this, literally has like both genitalia, or at least some developed part of both. And I think what's happening is a lot of doctors at birth are like, "Are we going boy or girl here?" And I don't, know, care I don't talk about this
1: anymore, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't want to get canceled. Y'all, y'all go ahead. Uh, I just you
3: rather... like the word hermaphrodite. It is a great a word. Gra- it sounds like it's, a Greek god or something.
1: It sounds like it sounds <laughs> like scared. like your surfer like at a Greek restaurant. <laughs> I am hermaphrodite. Uh, right. It's not if, even a girl. It's just a handsome dude. If Aphrodite
0: was trans, dude, yes. It's like Usain <laughs> Bolt. Aphrodite, fucking, yes. Hermes and Aphrodite had a trans <laughs> kid. <laughs> Aphrodite, you go
2: ahead. <laughs>
0: well, no one wow. gets offended for them. They're fair game. That's what I'm saying. It's fucked up,
1: dude. Everybody gets offended.
3: In answer to your question about a, a bit that
0: okay. uh, you were ashamed <laughs> of. Uh, yeah, this hermaphrodite bit. <laughs> most of what I did
3: for the first like three years was just with the aim of shock. Some of it had funny to it, but most of it was just there to get a reaction. Because I was a huge student of Sam Kinison and Bill Hicks, Hicks. and shit yep. like that.
1: So, I could see that in your set. I could see that in your uh I was just,
3: Yeah, I was trying to be Hicks. Dude, Hicks is so a I, goat, did this, I used to do this bit about how. Uh, about how it's a huge deal when you see a midget out in public and you never see one and it. and they're not real. They they grow them on a ranch in LA and they put them in movies and shit. But it's but if you see one you gotta call a buddy up. Hey man, I'm at the bank. I just saw a midget. It's really fucking cool. I did a thing about how <laughs> retarded guys are allowed to hug hot girls and no one thinks anything of it.
0: Uh, Joe Biden should <laughs> use that defense. And
3: that they're just kind of faking it, so they can rub up on nice titties and shit all the time. And it was, it, yeah,
0: I was just trying to. Dude, this people. shit sounds fun. Call me a dick, but I'm laughing over here.
1: <laughs> hey, I was uh, the same dude for a long time ago. I was afraid of having you at that room because I thought you were too edgy. <laughs> I thought you were too edgy for them. I remember telling you too, like, fucker, you got to calm that shit down, man. No,
3: the I with that, up that bullshit. That room is perfect for me. That is, I've I've had one bad experience there, but it was an overall great show, and everybody loved it except for the woman that I made cry. This was like four years ago at Delavan, at the yep. End Zone in Delavan, which Mario Robinson books <laughs> and hosts. Nice. We
1: got to go out there one night.
3: It was that bit, and Jason Hillman is part of this story too. Oh
1: shit! Oh my um, god. He's he's a goat, too. He's from the old, old school. Fuck
3: yeah.
0: So We gotta get him on here, dude. He he wouldn't do it. He can't stand it. He would never fucking do it. That's the reason he'd do it. He would um, totally
1: do it. Jason would totally do this.
3: So I was at the end zone, and the set's going really well, and I did this bit about trans people. Okay. And a woman in the audience, I made her cry. Do you remember that, Mario? I fucking made her cry. And... I kept going. I went harder after I saw that she was crying. And then the end of it came. And the next day, we were shooting a scene for Cactus Jack. And the documentary filmmaker originally was cast. Jason Hillman had that role. So I picked him up. We went to the set, to Jay's house. And we were talking about, I was talking about my, my show the night before how about how I made a a bitch cry talking about trans people and Hillman got so worked up and so upset he had to leave and he walked around Jason's neighborhood to to like calm down and to settle down I got him so offended and so upset and he obviously then
1: didn't play the guy in the movie
3: (laughs) but driving him home after that was
1: super super awkward Oh man, I have a story a lot like that. That when you have that awkward drive with Jason Hillman, I wonder how many let's comics have had that drive.
0: That's a new f- feature on our show. A little bit like, what was your awkward drive with Jason Hillman? <laughs> Tell <laughs> us what Here, was yours. Let's, let's hear it, man.
1: We had uh, uh, it was me, Jason Hillman, uh, some of the younger kids at that time. That they're they're all gone now. Um, Chow Fang was with us, I believe. It was like four of us besides me. It was four other comics besides me and, and Jason Hillman. We had just got this new room. It was our first show there. We had, to, we had been recommended. It wasn't a lot of people, but it was like a birthday party. Like this guy had brought maybe like eight people. And there was a couple other stragglers. So it was probably like like 12 to 15 people there. And let's see. I went up. I was the host. I, entered, I introduced a couple comics. Then I brought up Jason. Jason was the headliner. And he was supposed to do 30 minutes. So I brought him up. I went out, everything was going well. The, the birthday dude was kind of drunk. He was a little loud, but everyone was having fun. They're all with him anyway. They're all having fun. Right. So I'm outside, I lit a cigarette. I'm like, pleased with myself for getting this new room. I'm thinking about all the, you know, the people I can book here, what's going to happen in the future. And fucking, uh, damn, who was that that came outside, the young dude? I forgot who he was, but he came outside, he goes, I think you need to go back inside i said why he said just go and look so i go in there dude they're face to face on stage jason and the drunk dude they're face to face like like what are you going to do what are you like they're gonna about about to fight dude. like dude, dude i was outside I, I was outside like three minutes like what the <laughs> fuck happened so jason goes storming off the dudes call him all kind of names and shit and, you know everyone's booing and i'm like what the fuck happened i was outside for 90 fucking seconds and um, they're like oh let's go up there go finish go up there and finish. like I, I had to fill like 45 minutes I think I did like 20 <laughs> minutes and I was like man let's," you know so I go in there <laughs> everyone's in the car waiting right I go in there to talk to the lady I tell her hey I know it was bad blah 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 I don't expect to be paid I'm sorry you know maybe we can work some in the future and she was mad dude like of course she wasn't going to pay me but I just preempted that you know I made it easy for her.
0: Did you find out what the static was?
1: The guy was just talking during Jason's uh, set.
0: He was just heckling and shit. And it, Jason wasn't not even it.
1: a bad heckling. Just, just talking. Just mm-hmm. being drunk and belittled. Not like, you suck type shit. Just interrupting. Uh, but everyone's laughing like, dude. I, oh, that's, that's kind of what this led up to. Um, I get in the car after talking to her and everyone's in the car and we're driving and Jason goes, so, did we get paid? I said, no, Jason.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Jason, we didn't get paid. And, like, the whole drive, everyone's, like, quiet. Someone's in the back cracking jokes about it, like, <laughs> imitating funny. Jason. So, did we get paid? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. And that was from, we were we were down in Beloit, so that was a good drive. When we let me ask car- you this. Down there, that was an awkward drive.
0: When you're booking a show... And even if you're just a comedian who goes on a show like Hillman did there, do you got to kind of take into account what kind of show it is? And if it's this dude's birthday and he's kind of drunk, do you just let him steal the scene on his birthday? Or are you like, as a comic, fuck like, you. The stage comic, is sacred. You don't interrupt my shit ever. I don't man, care what the gig is. And look,
1: as a comic, you have to be able know. to improvise. Draws Your goal is to entertain these people. I don't care if you do fucking balloon animals. Do your fucking time and make people laugh. You don't have no one cares if you do your set,
0: right? You they know, sometimes I go Right, and they might and, not and even it, remember your set, but they're like that Jason Hillman guy. I remember him. I had a great it, night it, that night,
1: exactly. Yeah. And then you can come back and you still got this whole set you never even got to do the first time because you had such great Boom. crowd interaction, crowd work. I love that shit, man. I love crowd work. That feels a lot of my time because I've been I have been hosting for so long. That's <laughs> like a a natural part of my set is just like talking to people finding out where they work and their birthdays and stuff And
0: i feel like for years there was like this thing where comics at least me as an observer who loves comedy and watches even interviews and shit with comedians where a lot of comics would look down upon crowd work like it's easy and whatever and you're not even writing material but i feel like with like andrew schultz and mark norman and dudes like that they're putting out on social media, just crowd work bits. Like it's a Renaissance right now for crowd work and they're crushing it. Miller's good too. Yeah. It's some of the funniest shit. It's just crowd work. Anytime anyone
3: ever criticizes comics who jump to crowd work, I always advise them to go see Chris
1: Barnes live. Oh my God. That dude is the God (laughs) of crowd work.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's playing in West Bend. On New Year on December Is he a Wisconsin 30th. guy? Oh fuck yeah! He's, I don't think I've seen Wisconsin. or
0: even heard of this dude. Man, he is the
1: Wisconsin guy. Yeah, oh really? He's see, fucking amazing.
0: Like Wisconsin tapped in, but.
1: Carrie and I got
3: tickets for his show on uh, December 30th in really? West Bend at the West Bend Theater. We're very
1: excited to see him. Barnes is Barnes is a fucking god. I did a show with him maybe a month ago. Oh really? Someplace. Oh yeah. With much... uh,
3: Glenn Gerard,
2: right?
1: Yeah, exactly, and. It was a weird setup. We were like standing in the corner of the room, like there was no stage, there was no mm. no, no spotlight or nothing. You're just standing in a corner weird corner of the bar. The doors over here, you know. But everyone's paying attention. It's a, probably a hundred people. They're all paying attention. I, uh, I opened for him, dude. I probably did like a C minus. It, I, like, I did okay, but I had to work for. It. You know what I mean? Go like sometimes you go up there and it's just easy it happens oh i killed then there's times when you have to work for it and they have a good time but they don't know how hard you had to work for it for them to you know what i mean it was one of those times where you feel shitty but they had a good time and man, he gets up there and fucking dude i'm outside and they had the speaker outside i'm out there smoking like mulling over like like crying like a little bitch (laughs) and he's in there fucking killing dude like he's remembering shit that someone said in my set and he's bringing that shit back oh, around, nice. and by the end of the show, dude, he's got this whole story involving, like, eight people in the audience, it, dude, it's amazing to watch them do that, yeah, he's, he's unreal,
0: you like, true performers, though, like, you, were either of you in, like, high school, or even elementary plays and shit, or, like, I know you were All in bands, golf so, all of the plays. I was a theater. I was a little theater kid. What well, yeah. about you though, Mario? Were you like, look at me, look at me? Or is that something that came later when you're like, I'm gonna go on stage because that's just the venue for doing um, what you wanted to do, but you're not a performer, you know? Calls a tension hungry whore.
1: I <laughs> used to be like a class clown until I don't remember when I stopped. I think high school, it's you know, I, I start to become socially awkward in high school, but before mm. that, like in middle school and stuff, I was a class clown. Um
0: it's almost the perfect was, recipe for a comedian though, a clown and you know social what it awkwardness. Was? you know.
1: You know what it was? I went to high school with Marlon Hill. He was in my homeroom the first day of school. And usually I was the one cracking all the jokes. And he was it immediately occurred to me that this dude was way funnier than me. <laughs> and like he dude, he shut me down for that whole the whole time I was I was in high school. I was like quiet and shy because he was so much funnier than me. He was the guy.
3: He's, he's yep. another one that's ridiculous. I did a show with him at, that, at the, the, the theater that's, that's... It's a theater theater. And I forget what it's called, but it's like, it's like right off of Wells or something like that downtown. It's a pretty nice-sized theater. Oh, Even I haven't gone. been
1: to that room yet. I heard about that room. I haven't been there yet.
3: There was a show that happened that Eric Bond put on, uh, obviously, before he passed. Um, and he... Really? Marlon Hill was the headliner. Chastity... And I, Chastity Washington and Marlon Hill, and I did the show, and I did it all as Claude LeBlanc, the yes. finest comedian in all of France. And <coughs> also a member of the Illuminati, was, by the way. I was literally <laughs> yeah. the only Caucasian in the building. And it was the fucking best show I've ever been a part of in my life. It was unbelievable. George hey, Kuntz yeah. from the Packers was there. Nice. Oh, really? Because his, his wife is the sister of Eric Vaughn's wife. You know you who Eric Vaughn me. was?
1: You ask your maid? No, uh, I, oh, I, I, remember, I, I remember that name. I can't remember that face, though. So.
3: He was a really popular uh, radio guy um, here in town. He was, he was a, like a really well known. Uh, what
1: station? Uh,
3: it's the radio station that was on 35th and uh, Capitol. So you like the and, physical and, address. It was a Black AM station. Black AM talk station.
1: I know you're talking about. Over 1295 like or Twelve. Twelve 1290. 1290.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Vaughn was like the guy from that station.
1: Yeah, I know. And, I remember that name. I don't think I've ever met him, though.
3: Oh, he was just the sweetest fucking guy. He, he died a few years back of a heart attack, but. But yeah, his he was married to Faith Colas, who was the host of Black Nouveau, the PBS show, mm-hmm. and her sister is married to George Coombs, and so like, okay. he was there, and they were there, and it was just whole oh, The show was just amazing, and they ate it up. Like I was terrified. I loved. I've always loved doing like work at, at in front of all black crowds. I, that's my shit. I love that. Hey, that's but one thing about as a buy- French guy, it was <laughs>
0: fucking terrifying. Right, that's going out on a limb.
1: Didn't hey, with uh, oh, with one thing about Jason Hillman, do he fucking kills in front of urban crowds? Really, black black girls love Jason Hillman. Dude, He's an ally. I've seen him. Right, I've seen him <laughs> seduce an entire dude. I'd go up and do like seven minutes and totally fucking bomb. Like no one's paying attention to me. No one believes me that I've been in prison. I'm all square and shit. So none of the jokes have any weight. Mm. He comes up there and he murders for like 12 minutes. And like people are standing up and clapping. And I think he got laid like five times. It was fucking crazy.
0: Nice. Did we it get paid? For... No, but you got laid. Shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> oh, they were buying, you know what I mean? Like they were buying him drinks and you know, oh dude, I was so mad. I
0: was really mad after that. You know what's hilarious from the sound of it? When you go in front of black audiences, they don't believe that you've been to prison. But when you go in front of white audiences, they probably just assume you've been to prison. <laughs> Dude,
1: I'm the most dangerous person in this town.
2: <laughs>
0: well, I mean, you're walking there's around in your underwear at 3 a.m. and shit. So. At
1: 3 a.m. No, one said, a word. Of. <laughs> hey, and no
0: one said No one said shit.
3: <laughs> and all your neighbors in the neighborhood, you're the most dangerous guy in town. But they all just yeah. know you as, oh, there's one that lives over there, but he's cool. Right. Right. Is that Mario
2: out there naked?
1: Get away from the window. window. Oh, wait, I did have one incident here where this guy called me to call me the N word in anger. What? Um I mean joking,
0: fine, but in anger.
1: No, no, dude. dude, Bro, bro. I almost had to kill this dude. I was sitting in here, it was probably three in the morning. It was like a little after bar time. Like everyone's gone. Like it's it's over now. Some, I hear some some dude in my hallway, up and down the stairs, talking loud and shit. It sounds like more than one person. So I look out the window, and I see this white guy. He's out. He's knocking over garbage cans and shit, just walking around the street, looking at his phone, fucking with his phone. Then he, he's in the hallway again. So I go out there. I grab my phone. I walk down there. I'm like, are you OK? Like I, I walk outside. I'm like, you good, man? What's, you need me to call somebody for you? And he's immediately belligerent, like "Fuck you, man! I'm not bothering I'm not bothering you. Leave me alone." I'm like, "Whoa, dude! You are kind of bothering me. You're stomping up and down my stairs at three in the morning." He goes, "Man, I used to live here. Man, leave me alone." I'm like, "All right, I'm just gonna call I the cops." I,
0: dude,
1: I've never in my life called the police on anyone.
2: Right. Never.
0: <laughs> That's like against never. the code, right? <laughs> it's right. I was told. Uh. I was like, "All right, this
1: is that one time," you know. This, he might he might just need some help. I wasn't even mad at him, you know.
0: Or he's like there to kill his ex girlfriend. I used to live here and shit. You know, right, sketchy. Right,
1: the girl who who lived here before. So um, I call the police. I'm on the phone with the police, and I hear him say, "Who do think? Who do you think they're gonna believe, me or some bald old nigger?" And I hung up the phone. I don't know why I did this. It was a cell phone. I hung it up, and. I dropped it on the ground. I walked up to him. I said, "What did you say to me?" And you could see it in his face that he realized that he had crossed a line, kind of. Remember that so he, uh, he,
0: Chappelle he, show shit? And that's when he knew. But <laughs> <I was like, laughs> uh, he
1: fucked up, right? Yeah, but he doubled down. He he was like, "Fuck it." He kind of he kind of oh, stepped back a little bit and he said, "Nigger." <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" I hit this dude hard as hell in the mouth so he stumbled back now he's drunken but he wants to fight that was dude black people had this thing where sometimes you just you just deserve an eye shot i don't want to fight you but what you said was bogus so i'm gonna hit you in the mouth and it's over that was one of those things like you said that's old school though now right right like
0: shans would like you deserve that you deserve
1: that right so, man, this dude was trying to fight, man, and I kept, like, dodging him, and I wasn't really hitting him anymore. Fighting more drunk sometimes.
0: dudes is fun, dude. It's hilarious. Yeah, but you feel you feel kind of, I don't man.
1: know, how you brag that you beat up a drunk guy, you know? So, wait, but as this is happening, we're in the middle of the street, and he's swinging at me, and I'm pushing him down, he's falling down, and getting up, we're in the middle of the street of Dousman, and I had called the police. Oh, shit, Dousman. The police were coming.
0: Yeah, they didn't know. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking to <laughs>
1: myself, this can be really bad. So I
0: you're like, how black do I sound on the phone? <laughs> that's <a school laughs> yeah, like, Did I right? tell them
1: I was black? Right. <laughs> uh, so then uh he swung really hard and he spun around and he fell down and he hit his head. And he's laying on the ground. He goes, Oh, you got me, bro. Now I'm just broke. You got me, bro. You got me,
0: bro. <laughs> you got me, partner.
1: But then the cop comes, the cop tells him. <laughs> The cop is, like, uh, listening to his side of the story, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, shit, man, I'm going to jail. I literally called my boss. I said, or I texted him. I said, I might go to jail tonight. And then the the cop comes over to me, and he says, that guy says you punched him in the mouth. I said, I did numerous times. (laughs) And he said, why? I said, because he called me nigger. And he goes, I'm sorry that happened to you. Do you want to press charges or anything? I said, no, I just suddenly stop calling black people niggers. (laughs) And that was it. That
0: was that. Good cop. And that was the night Mario
3: right. ended racism.
0: <laughs> Let's hear about the night you started <laughs> it back up. Go. <laughs> on. Go on. Didn't Go you down. have some story you <laughs> told on Holy Clowns about doing one of those all-black clubs where you were the only white person, and it ended in some really weird, fucked-up way? I don't recall the, the story.
3: Profe- okay, Mario, do you remember? <laughs> yes. Do you remember back in the in the early Safe House days? This is probably. 2003 2004 right at the height of the powers of the thursday night tony miller safe house right right there was this guy oh god named christopher paul who used to come there you remember him he was a black comic comic and
2: he came there with
3: like his girlfriend and he would call her his manager and he had like a couple of guys who come with. He pretended he had an entourage, and he was not even a successful open micer at this point. That's he amazing. was just a guy, and he would go up and not, not be funny. And he would come in, and one night he came in, and I I did I had been doing this bit <laughs> that Brian Green told me was brilliant, so I kept doing it <laughs> about how you got punk about right, how right. the way. Every time black culture advances, or every time something's accomplished, white people have to steal something from you. Like Bill Cosby, owned, becomes the biggest star of the '80s on TV, and then we have to take like doo-wop music, and Billy Joel is suddenly <laughs> doing fucking doo-wop, and then oh, bands come along. Billy Joel, right? Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks won her battle. And then Elvis stole rock and roll, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then so I do this whole thing throughout history where every time black people mm-hmm. get something, white people take something from them. And it was a, it was a pretty good bit. It was like fifteen minutes long, but it had a really decent payoff. And Brian made the mistake of saying it was good, so I just grabbed onto it like a bum with a bologna sandwich because Brian <laughs> approved of it, and he was who I was trying to
2: please. Well, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so Chris Paul sees this and he's like, Hey, I want you to come and do my club. And it was on 40 something and silver spring. It was a dance club. It was a it was an extremely urban dance club. It was on that wasn't it a,
1: wasn't it side a black girl? What wasn't there a black girl for a manager?
0: Probably that was his girlfriend?
1: His yeah, girlfriend. that was his girlfriend.
0: I think I remember that room. They had
1: like pillars. Like pillars. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I remember that room.
3: And it was like a dance club. It was like a music club. So he was like, I want you to do this show. And it was Anthony Washington, Chris Funnyman Payne, and me. And Chris Paul. So... Anthony Washington and Chris Payne and I meet there like a couple hours before just to see the setup. And you remember the stage at the safe house, how it was just a pallet, mm-hmm. basically, with a mic. It looked like a gallows. Mm-hmm. So that's what they had set up there. It was a pallet with a, with a plywood over it. And <laughs> I'm yeah. yeah. like, <laughs> So we're looking around and people start to come in, right? And- Anthony Washington and Chris Payne dipped. They fucking left. They were like, this is bullshit. Nobody even knew there was a comedy show. They were there to fucking dance and listen to music and drink. So Washington and fucking Payne are like, fuck this, we're out. And and they left me there. They left. (laughs) So they're dancing, the music is going, everything's like... (laughs) <laughs> Everything's great, right? And then all of a sudden, Chris Paul goes up to the to the gallows, and he goes into the mic and he goes, "Hey, everybody! In about ten minutes, we're going to do a comedy show." And then the music goes back up, right? And so ten minutes later, I'm standing over on the side. I'm the only uh, this motherfucker. This one does there. have
0: a spotlight, and it's on yeah. you. <laughs> oh, it's a spotlight, and, and you I'm are the bright only one there. And, and Chris
3: Payne. Chris Payne goes up and he goes okay cut the music cut the motherfucking music cut the." and everybody's yelling "What? fuck you fuck you Damn, it's like cut the fucking music it's a comedy show motherfucker <laughs> and
0: this is like punk and they're upset hey,
1: that there's gonna
3: be a comedy that's show. how
1: comedy that's that's how comedy was in Milwaukee for a long time yeah. dude. you've run into a lot of that shit
3: so then he that's goes crazy. into the mic and he goes all right all right all right we got a comedy show shut the fuck up we got a, it's comedy a riot
0: show. start
1: <laughs>
3: it was What's a riot it's like
0: the police academy they riot and police academy wanted at the end that's how it started
3: and he points hey. over to me he points over to me and goes okay you got a comic he's a white boy his name's mike mike don't say nigger all right everybody it's mike <laughs> and he puts the mic back in the fucking stand and I walk up, and all I can think to do... So, so picture it, Mario. It's that setup of the no, safe no. house, right? With the gallows stage. I walk up, I stand there, and I'm looking out, and I'm literally the only person without melanin, right? I'm the only fucking white guy. And I get, all I can think to say is, holy shit, this looks like a reverse photo
0: of lynching. <laughs> Oh my god. Dude, you are but I get it. people great joke. Great joke. Let's say though objectively great joke. That is a good joke. It's funny.
3: And people start to physically advance towards <laughs> it. it's a scene It's it's like all they're one unit, like a like a, a bunch of ants all moving at the same time. Like some
0: centurions.
3: And they're yelling, and they're yelling, uh, I'm gonna shoot your ass,
1: motherfucker,
3: oh, mothercracker, motherfucker. So security had to like race me to my car and I left and I didn't get paid. That's sad. That's the first to... time in front of a black
0: I think elementary <laughs> schools should have comedy play. I think comedy appreciation shit should be taught in public schools. How to laugh at yourself. You how do you... No, I'm talking about appreciation. Comedy appreciation. Oh, oh sure,
2: sure.
0: So that you know how to laugh at yourself though, and not to I feel like when you look at all the worst people terrorist and shit. It's like the common denominator between all the worst people is they don't have a fucking sense of humor. Like you take themselves too to, seriously, etc. How to
1: know when someone is joking? Like how to know
0: right. well like that crowd should have been like that shit's funny. The reverse well, negative joke, like that same joke they didn't later know what a reverse on. negative is some of them. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Later That's on, Tony term. Miller
0: got a room.
3: Did you ever do Tony's room when he had the Savoy?
1: Oh, I heard about it. I never got to do that room. Wait, uh, yes, I did. That was on like North North or Locust or some shit. It was on Locust. Yeah, Just yeah, I did that like room. Yeah, by so, the police station over there. <laughs>
3: yeah, like Fifth and Locust or something. Yeah, so I did that room. Tony booked me to do that room with Brian, um, and I was I was featuring, and it was a few years in now. Now I've been now I know how to tell a joke sure. at this point, and I and I opened with that same joke. And
0: it killed, didn't
3: it? It fucking destroyed. Yeah. They loved it. They laughed for like a
0: minute straight. And I couldn't get yeah. anything else out until they were With done. the photo negative joke? the reverse. Yeah. Did you set I it had, up, though? Did you say, like, you know, no, I walked the reverse out. negatives? Like, uh, I walked
3: out and I said, is it just me? Or does this look like a photo negative of a lynching? How much,
0: much of it was confidence? Seen. Do you hey. think confidence it's, sold it? Sorry, go ahead. No, wait, wait, wait. Here.
1: Here. Yeah. I don't think people understand how important the atmosphere is yeah. for a good show. A dance In the first club. instance, there was a yeah. dance club. No one was expecting True. comedy. You know, they he they stopped he stopped them from having fun. There so an now, enemy. and then yeah. he made right. them
3: all look at a white dude.
1: <laughs> right, right. You had no no way of winning that. Right now, cut to a place where you know they got the stage, the lighting, they're prime, yeah. There's right. a host. He's done five, ten minutes. Now you come up and you do that joke, it's a whole different ballgame. True, yeah. true.
3: Tony
0: had Context, Tony had yeah. already
3: primed them. He was hosting. So right. they were in excellent hands. Yeah, it's it's,
0: it's all that. It's yeah, those, those variables definitely make the difference. Oh, by the way, I do think you can teach comedy. I think you do it by neglecting your children. I think like you can make <laughs> comics. You know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. it's a
3: fine line between comic and serial killer, though, if that's the recipe. Very,
1: very. You know what? I enjoy telling people I don't like them. <laughs> like people find out I do comedy and they think, oh, you're just, you like people." No, I hate people.
0: Yeah, a I, lot of I, I yeah. I'd say most right. of the best probably don't, they only tolerate people the most. I resent Absolutely. I resent their, their,
3: their simpleness and their happiness at the simple things in Dude, life. I resent
1: the, the fuck out of that. Them fucking people that can go to a nine to five job and come home and have a beer and some brisket and then put their two. I hate those fucking people. How do you do that shit? I
0: envy I, it. I, I actually wish wanted to hear like All right, that. this is perfect. I wanted to ask, just because it's the hot shit conversation right now about Kanye, what everyone thinks of this shit. But that's perfect because I watched a bunch of his interviews, Lex Friedman, Piers Morgan, etc. The root of it seems to be he's angry and he hates people and he hate or whatever anti-Semitic shit, it's out of jealousy. It's like you're jealous of that stupid ignorance is blessed person who can just go work a job and have their brisket and beer and not be miserable. I think,
1: yeah, I agree with you that. You can't sure. do it.
0: You know what I mean? It's like, that's where, it's like a yeah, it's envy. Really? I can yeah. totally see that. Yeah, that's where my that's where my fucking bitter The creative life, like envy. I'm not a comic, but I'm a creative and it's the same thing. It's like you're so envious of those people. My wife, who's a teacher, who can just get up every morning, plug away, do it. like
1: And be satisfied. And be happy. Like, how the fuck do you do that? I couldn't do that shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, I gotta leave a stain.
3: I gotta know that 100 <laughs> years from now, I can, someone can prove I was here. Not through my descendants and shit like that. So that's... is it
0: ego? Like George Orwell said in his essay, Why We Write, the number one reason was ego. Like is comedy the number one reason you do it probably, if we're honest with ourselves, ego?
1: You know what, I, I think I figured out the, the reason I like comedy so much is because after I spent that time in prison, I was so riddled with guilt for hurting those people that i felt like i was kind of giving back by entertaining people that, was, that i remember that distinct feeling like this is what i could do to like Cheers. pay society back you know that's what got, kind of pushed me over the like this is a good thing go try it you know this is this is good but then after that, that first set at Marlin's room, it went over. It went over really well. Like I did, probably like five minutes, three minutes maybe. But I got laughs and I was big. It was over. It was. If it would have sucked, I probably would not have done it again. But it was fun. It was great.
0: Isn't it crazy I'm how much sure of it depends one. on that too—the moment. Like how many comics would have been great, but they went once and bombed, and were like, "I can't right. do it again." That mm-hmm. first time, that yeah.
3: So you, you, know really, you know who was really—you know kind of masochistic. Out
0: to be, right? Mario,
3: do you remember Ben Bud?
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember with two D's. Yeah, (laughs) and
3: he he was—he was—he. I feel like he he... had—he—he was an actor who was doing stand-up to get more comfortable performing. He never wanted to like really be a comic. Sure, but his shit was, and he was a writer, and his shit was so smart. And I, I remember he'd go up, and I took him out on the road a couple of times, and I had him, I had him like open for me for shit and stuff. And his shit was so smart that audiences didn't laugh; they'd just kind of be like, "Yeah, yeah." He did. He never figured out the funny part of it, but it was really well written right. shit. You put that into the hands of someone who. It's the jokes were only, only the
1: comics are yeah. laughing in the
2: back.
3: Yeah, yeah, but not the same way. Like I used to get that a lot. Yeah, where I used to do this bit about Christopher Reeve. I don't even remember my Christopher Reeve bit. <laughs> I think but, I do
1: keep
3: going. Um, Say no more, but
0: I'm laughing already. Going. <laughs>
3: I would walk one of my one of my badges of honor is I walked four tables. It was like a dozen people from the comedy cafe. JD was so fucking mad at me. I was with this Christopher Reeve bit, and what would happen when I would do that is the comics at the back of the room would be laughing really because they knew what was coming, but the crowd would be mostly like just kind of staring at me, and sometimes they'd leave, and the I used bit? to do it. It was, it was basically about how uh, it was before he died, but he was getting sicker and it was after Oprah had done this interview with him, and he's <laughs> in his wheelchair and shit, and, and she called him a hero, and everyone and you kept seeing these magazine articles talking yes. about, believe is a hero, he's a hero. Not only is he not a hero, not but, buying it. Homie, don't he's play the that. opposite of a hero. He couldn't even do the the bare minimum thing. When you fall off the horse, what do you do?
1: You get back up.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Superman couldn't even get the right back on the horse, right? So he's not a hero. He's an appliance. He's literally plugged into a fucking machine. My microwave is Same. not a hero, and it can make me a baked potato. Christopher Reeve ain't shit, right? <laughs> so then people would be like, ah. So I'd say, okay, okay, wait, wait. Christopher Reeve starred in thirty-seven movies. You love him so much. Not naming any of the Superman movies, name the five. And I would
0: hand someone the microphone. I can and name he, one. Noises Off is fucking brilliant. You Go can't on, name
3: five non Superman Christopher
0: Reeve movies. I can't name one beside
3: it. the one he just said,
0: dude. Right. If you ain't seen Noises Off, it's one of the funniest movies of all fucking time. See it. It's right. Hilarious. So I
3: would. So I walked these people, right, and it was and, and uh, there was some part of the punchline of it had to do with the uh, it had to do with the word piss bag. <laughs> uh, like he can't even change his own piss bag or something yeah, like yeah. that, right? So, there was this couple that used to come to the safe house all the time. They were this younger, this younger white couple oh, shit, that we used lose to Mario? come to the safe house, yeah. <laughs> and they they liked me a lot. And there used to be a bar. You remember the bar Santani on Water Street, Mario? It was a piano. Oh bar. Okay.
1: Oh wait, was it really skinny? Yes. Yeah, I remember.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and they used to go there and they went there one night. And apparently the piano player looked a lot like me. He was a little skinny. At the time I had a goatee. My hair wasn't gray yet. It was brown. So he had a shaved head and a goatee. And he's sitting there trying to sitting there playing like, you know, some Rogers and Hammerstein shit, right? And this couple walks in and they see him and they think he's me. And they start yelling piss bag. At this guy. (laughs) And they got thrown
1: out. (laughs) Yeah.
3: But like that bit got me fucking as you guys talk just, uh, you
0: know me, dude. Thoughts fucking I have random ass weird thoughts. But uh I was thinking, you know, like the like the physical the catastrophe point. It's like the point something goes from one state to another from like solid to gas or Water goes from non-boiling oh, to boiling. Okay. They call it like sure. the catastrophe point. And it's funny how much of comedy is built on catastrophe points. I was thinking like Christopher Reeve, like think of the day before he fell off that horse and the day after, like what the Dow index was on Christopher Reeve jokes. They were like no Christopher Reeve jokes, but there okay. were a few Superman ones, but motherfucker breaks his neck falling off a horse. Boom. Christopher Reeve jokes are up fucking 700 million thousand percent. Like yep. it's so crazy. Something bad happens and comics. are just like, Right now, I need
2: to point something so, out,
0: Jay. Jay, yeah. look at look at Mario's square.
3: Yeah. Okay. It looks like he's being fucked in the ass by powder.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
3: Yeah, wait, this, wait.
0: Who's the dude in Watchmen, Mister uh, Manhattan? <laughs> powder.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm always a sucker for a powder reference. Right. <laughs> it's tender. Monster. They take
1: tender. that
0: out. Edit that. Edit that out. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm editing Justin Bieber in behind you. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Like that, that Floyd Mayweather meme. You ever see that Mayweather meme? Bieber behind him, like. Eh. I'll post like, it. Okay, It'll be in the show. <laughs> there right, go. <laughs> uh, it was my profile picture for a while. Whenever Mayweather fights, I just throw it up. Now that he fights, like little fucking. Asian Have you done Marlon Hill's shit. new room,
1: Mario? I've done the one at the hotel. I think that's a hotel with a restaurant in it.
3: I've never been there, but he, he calls it Marley's Comedy
1: Pub or something. Yeah, I've done that place.
3: Yeah? Is it good?
1: Yeah, but I was sick that night, man. I didn't have a good experience, but they had fun. It's not very big, though. You can't hold it. I think you could probably have maybe 70, oh. 60, 70 people in there. I like I mean. that kind of crowd.
3: I like that size.
0: Yeah, let me ask this again as an outsider another thing that fascinates me, it's kind of mythological to me, the green room. What's the green room like at these shows you book? For one thing, what's the atmosphere like? And secondly, Gall knows this, I've mentioned before, I have this fantasy of doing a from the green room podcast where our comics are getting up and going on stage and coming back like, man, that fucking sucked. The crowd sucks tonight, whatever, but we're also just bullshitting. But I just want to know how much that would interrupt the green room or some people in there are too serious. Is it like a place or outsiders shouldn't be, you know, because you're saying the shit that gets you canceled and you're making other comics laugh, et cetera. Which to me would make it great. That's why the podcast would be the shit. But
1: I've had a couple of uh well first of all, when you say green room, that could be technically just a corner of the bar.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's part or, of it. Depending you know, on what kind of show you're booking, what the venue is. Right. Um but say hypothetically if you were to pick a Venue that has a legit back room where people are waiting. Oh my god! When
1: I opened for when I opened for T.J. Miller at the Paps, fuck bro, they had a big ass widescreen with all the consoles, like the the Nintendo, the all the old school consoles. They had a bunch of fucking R and B LPs with a record player. Sweet. They do. It was so nice, dude. Like is that shit uh, he
0: brings, or is that like his rider? Like I want all the shit there for me when I get there. Well,
1: all that stuff was there. They had a. They had a. They
0: it in the
2: green room.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, oh it was yes. so fucking nice. It was great, and I smoked weed with uh with Cat Williams, not Cat Williams. Um, oh shit.
2: <laughs>
1: God damn it! I can never think of his name. The little skinny black dude with the big eyes. Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. Yeah, I nice. smoked weed with him. With ah. Eddie Griffin's body. Heck yeah.
3: I went to an what AA is, meeting with him. Undercover
1: brother. brother. Yeah, dude, that's, that's so fun. That scene where he spins the car out, but doesn't spill the drink. That shit is hilarious.
0: Undercover Brother's underrated. That shit is it's early late 90s, moment. early aughts comedy gold. Like Booty Call. Like those movies people don't remember. Right. Those fucking right. classics. Yeah.
3: I watched him cry at an AA oh, meeting shit. in West Hollywood in 2008.
1: You can't talk about that, man. Nah,
3: um, what happened?
1: What happened? <laughs> I was I was, was there.
3: there. I was there. Networking, trying yes. to cast this movie that I was that I was making, and yeah. that's that Olivia Barish. My lie about being in that movie thing, and uh, um, AA casting. I fucking. And it. we went. She t- she networked with people. Uh, you ever see Repo Man? Fuck yeah, Mario.
1: I actually have not.
2: Okay.
3: okay. Well, one I've of the seen, one of the stars of it, the girl, the main girl in it, uh, I made friends with her by lying about having been in a movie with her, and she believed me, and so we became friends. And um, I thought you're a psychopath, I'm, dude. Oh fuck yeah! I was trying to move. I was trying. You know how okay? You know how like in stand up, you, you you get to a point where unless you have movie or TV credits, you can't really get to the next tier.
1: No, I don't know about that, Michael Cole. I've never experienced <laughs>
3: that. Um, well, <laughs> you ain't gonna, I did
1: movie. No, sorry, bro. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I, so I started lying about being in a movie and I put it in my resume, in my in my intro, in my shit. And I just picked this random ass movie that I liked from the 80s called Tough Turf that no one's had <laughs>
1: ever <laughs> fucking seen. Brilliant tactic,
3: dude. And if this uh, is before IMDb.
1: This is again, like, easily yes. that's easily verifiable. That's not brutal
0: anymore. That, not back then. Yeah, it okay, wasn't back right. in the day. You get away with shit. There dude. was no <laughs> IMDb, dude. Was I lamented. Fuck the internet, man. <laughs> the Internet. Yeah. For real. So I found this right. doing Everything.
3: It I found her run. on MySpace. No and shit and i sent her a long ass message saying hey i don't you don't remember me blah 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 <laughs> so and she sent me bad. back a message saying yeah i do remember you and so we became friends
0: to this the hollywood insincerity in it's gonna be olivia his background now sure. yeah. tough turf fucking um, one
3: sheet <laughs> uh. so she was taking me around to network with
0: people at AA and NA meetings in in the LA area, and that's what she does, like to network. Like was is ah. it like Fight Club where she was like Tyler Durden you like we need to go here and fucking. That's exactly what it was. We <laughs> went to a, we went to a meeting with fucking Dave Navarro and went out to breakfast with him. We gotta make a movie about this. This and could be a TV series. Shit.
3: I went to an AA meeting with uh, that had John Goodman and John Cusack in Malibu. I went to a fucking. Uh, Todd Glass was at one. Eddie Griffin was at one. It, it was just, and she would just go around and be like, "Hey, this is Michael." He's making Todd a Glass, fuck yeah. And, <laughs> and we're sitting there drinking coffee out of fucking styrofoam cups and like chain
0: smoking cigarettes. Did you shit. just make up fake stories and shit too about? Because you got to get to the mic once around talk, or you just were like, "I'm just here to listen." To my first time, or whatever. Yeah, or no, they...
3: I didn't. I didn't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna denigrate the uh, okay. recovery. I'm not gonna fuck up a twelve step. I'm not going to lie there, but just to get know, in, <laughs> some shit is sacred, you know. But but yeah, right. I would I would definitely take the introductions and
1: exchange phone numbers and shit. With I them. did a I did a stolen valor thing once. Oh shit! I pretended to be a serviceman once
2: well, not for, on comedy.
1: for comedy. For no no, 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 not no, no. on
3: purpose.
1: Not on purpose. <laughs> uh,
2: Colonel? I was traveling.
1: Yep. <laughs> I was traveling, and I had this layover in Chicago. And I had one of those army bags, and I think it was right after some attack or something, or we had just sent some <laughs> some some troops out or something. Something had just happened.
0: He had a so surplus just sang, store duffel bag. Yeah, just right. Like just that fucking, shit to a USO right. lounge,
1: and, and people started saying "Thank you for your service" and like saluting me and shit. I'm like, <laughs> you know, so I, I don't I don't say anything. So I'm at the the Chicago train station. <laughs> down in a smoking area, and these two guys are sitting down there rolling the joint. And they're like, are you being deployed? And I'm like, fuck it. Like, yeah. I am <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, I got a rendezvous with my sub in St. Louis. And they're like, oh, man, that's crazy, man. And we smoked a joint, and that was it.
0: You're saying with a sub, with like it. a submarine, like you're in the yeah, Navy?
1: I told them I was, Yeah.
0: Wait, wait! A sub in St. Louis? <laughs> I guess you can take the Mississippi down to the ocean. What's a <laughs> sub doing spoke,
1: in St. I Louis? Just said whatever, bro. I like just, they, I'm saying just, they
0: should have caught that stolen valor. They should have like, hold
1: on. That's up. what I mean. Like you get this, you get this sense of power that you can like fuck with people.
0: I'm a veteran and I actually stopped using my duffel bag because it was gross with people always thinking me for my service. That's why I shit. stopped
1: using it because people start, a lot of people would do that all the time. I don't even, I, like, I as a veteran, I didn't
0: even like it, especially because I never went to war. I was in, like, in the Clinton years. We were chilling and shit. I,
1: I come from a military family, like my, my dad, my grandparents, all, everyone. But mm-hmm. I am just, I'm not a coward. I couldn't stand and watch my friends die.
0: That would make me useless. I'd be that's useless. an interesting take on it. Like, Holy shit.
1: Like, if you and I went to boot camp for, you know, six weeks or whatever, yeah. and we and bunked together and all of a sudden. And
0: shit, yeah. Right.
1: And a sudden I mean, most jobs
0: aren't in harm's school. way. You know what I'm saying? It's, if you're on the infantry and shit like that, you can serve in the military without going in harm's way for sure. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So they were, were?
1: they were actually, my, my dad was actually in battles in Vietnam, and my, my grandfather. I, I believe he What was, was that like?
0: You fucking, got any good was he like shell shocked and PTSD? He had one and story, shit?
1: Or? he had one story where he told me why he doesn't smoke weed anymore. He said they were on a trail in in Vietnam. I forget all the details over there, but he was like a squad leader or some shit. So he had stepped off this trail into like this little this little clearing between some trees and they propped their rifles up and they they smoked some fucking I think he said hash or some shit. I think it was Hash. And they all fell asleep. He said he woke up, he could hear Vietnamese, like he could see people's boots walking on the trail they were on. And his whole squad is asleep. And they just walked right past He said he could reach out and touch their boots. And I was like, holy shit. He never told me if he killed anyone before, though. He would never answer that.
0: I would be so scared in that moment. I'd be scared for the rest of my life.
1: Fuck yeah, that would change me as an individual
2: for sure yeah, I couldn't
1: do it man I, I have the total respect and even cops I love the idea of cops I love the idea of, of the military and serving and stuff but I couldn't do it man I, I'm just I, I'm not scared of anything that happened to me but I would hate to see people die like be in that shit watching people die
0: I couldn't do it dude being a cop is such a fucked up career that I don't think we take into account what it is I have a theory or this is what I would do policy wise if I were in charge I would treat cops because of how fucked up America is and how lawless we are and because of our stupid-ass war on drugs and shit and how armed we are like they're military. And I'd give them tours of duty where they're like on the streets three months a year. Three months a year you do on the streets. The other nine months you're doing like community outreach, de-escalation training, jujitsu, all that shit. And then you go three month stints but, man, these years on end of every day where everyone's lying to you and running from you. And, man, if you look at, like, the dispatch, even in Milwaukee, every 10 seconds there's shit going on. Boom, fucking suspected robbery, gunshots. I mean,
1: that's exactly why I left. It was too much shit. There's it was, it was too many people in a small area. We just sold our
0: house. This is the last show I'm going to do from this basement. Sorry not to interrupt you, but uh, I to have to tear all this down because we're moving. We just sold our house to get out of the city. When Go are you move next week really are you going out to we got to be out by the 14th we got like a month of post-occupancy but yeah i'm gonna go out to wales so i'll be by you and Dowsman. but oh uh,
1: hell yeah that's not far
0: right for sure but point bang go on yeah i interrupted you're you just about to go on a city rant because i could join you on that later too
1: he forgot what you were talking about
0: no you 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 had
3: mentioned you you had mentioned not wanting to see people die Um, oh yeah have you ever have you ever Watch someone die? Have you ever seen someone die?
1: I saw my friend get hit by a car when I was probably about 10 or 11. <sighs> oh, this is a fucked up story, man. Now, okay. Now, remember, I'm like 10 years old, okay? 10-year-olds are super I'm practical, cry, right? Now, listen, dude, I, this is why another reason why I do comedy, because I did some fucked up shit
2: in my <laughs>
1: youth. So, anyway, right, we're literally walking across the street to go to Benjamin Franklin to get some penny candy. And on the way back, there's this a fire truck coming and this guy is trying to beat the fire truck. And my friend had just stepped to the intersection and the guy in the car, he hit my friend. My friend flies like 20 feet in the air. He's a, he's a vegetable, he's in a coma in the hospital. Dude, two days later, I go up to his house and I ring the doorbell and I ask his mom if I could have his toys. <laughs>
0: It's like a Jezelnick type fan, I... <laughs> it made sense to me. It
1: made sense if, if yes. it was me, I would want my friend to have my toys, you know. It made That's sense to me.
0: Child logic, man, yeah, right. For sure.
1: That's 10 year old logic. But after years later, when I thought about that, shit, because I was like, Why right. was she That's so angry? At the me? irony.
0: <laughs> Did she slam the door in your face? Yeah, and she's...
1: right. Like, what's wrong with her?
0: <laughs> oh my god, think of her though, in her emotions, in that moment of just like, This Dude, she fucking made this kid, face. Like, You changed her opinion of humanity forever, probably in that moment. Like people are, and I
1: was like his best friend. I knew her; she knew my mom. I was. They lived like three buildings from us in West Lawn, and she made this face, like I can't believe you, you little demon! Like she had this face, dude, and I was like, Why? What's wrong with her? Yeah,
0: that's wow. That's beautiful. That's so human. That whole story, child logic, the whole seeing that happen. That's fucking nasty. Well, now I'm
3: sorry I fucking asked that question. Would you ever see anyone die, God?
0: <laughs> I know a lot of times people ask a question so they get to tell their story. Let's hear your dead people shit. Uh, I've seen some, uh, like half a dozen people die. Yeah, half a dozen. Wait, At
1: wait, how many by your hand?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Like a plane crash
0: or something? What are you talking about?
3: No, over the years, the first time was like about seeing that them, same like been
0: in, within feet of them, type shit.
3: Yeah. Yeah, the first time uh, was about that same age. Just a guy and a, my parent, my parents and I were at a restaurant, on it's not a restaurant anymore. But it was on like 73rd and Greenfield in West Dallas. Okay. Back then, it was called Perkins. Oh yeah, Oh, I remember Perkins is a chain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, but it was an early iteration okay. of that. There weren't a bunch of them around, and Got we were there on Perkins, a Friday, because we they had like the best battered haddock fish fry, and. Yeah. We were there, sitting at a window booth, and there's an. It's right at an intersection, and this guy on a motorcycle, who wasn't wearing a helmet, got into an accident with a car, and the car like ran over his head, and he was like right outside the window, and I just was like watching, and like couldn't look away. Um, I saw someone uh, commit suicide. I was there, and someone did that once. I've seen a few people be shot to death.
0: Uh, Sorry, I
1: get stabbed.
2: Yeah, the I've the seen people hanging die. out. Just like
0: buying <laughs> coke and shit. Like the shootings, like where right. are the like Where
1: the fuck are you? Where are you when these things are happening to you?
0: Unless you're a Hatfield or McCoy, or you've been to war, white people don't normally have that many dead body stories. Unless you're like a you paramedic. Live in you, live in, you live in Gotham. You City and shit. Yeah, I haven't
3: really lived uh, like a like a white
0: guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't play whatever it. that even means. I'm just talking shit. But like, uh, the, I, I know what you mean. Get, I, know I you saw know. a guy get shot.
3: I saw a guy get shot um, and die when I was uh, when I was at MATC to be a cop. And I went to cop school. And like most serial so killers I was, do. I was sitting. Yeah. I was sitting. <laughs> I was standing outside with my friend having a cigarette outside the. Are you familiar with like the MATC setup downtown? Sort of. Yeah, I went. Yeah, I went there. Okay, so the S building, the glass building, yep. the nice one in between the brick ones, right?
1: Like behind the shitty one, yeah.
3: Yeah, I had. I was the editor of the of the paper, of the MATC Times. I was the editor in chief for two years, and I had an office up there. And I was outside having a cigarette with with like my art director, and we were standing there. And then this group of guys came out. And it's right across the street from the municipal courthouse, right? Right. where you go to, like, traffic court and shit. Um, a group of guys came out, like, clearly, like, like gang guys, and then a group of, another group of guys was coming from the courtyard at MATC across the street. And a couple of the, the guys from the courthouse did, like, this whistle, and then the other guys did a corresponding whistle, and they kind of all met about 20 feet in front of Ed and I and started throwing. They started just fighting and just jumping oh, at each shit. other. And one guy pulled a pistol out of his out of his waistband and he shot a guy like three times in the stomach. And it was and like the socias and the greasers. And we just stood there like that's crazy. We couldn't <laughs> run because we were just like, the fuck? And then this guy's buddies picked him up and carried him across the street and laid him on the lawn of the police administration fucking building, which is right
1: there. Right there, by the courthouse. That's yeah. what makes right. shooting somebody there so ballsy.
3: Where he died. and Then, Damn. then we were unfrozen and we be- went back up to the office and we're like, we got to get the fuck out of there. and Because I was the editor of the paper, everybody kind of at the school knew who I was, sort of, because I had a column that I wrote to with my picture in it and it was like a humor column. What year was this? Uh, early 90s. This would have been 1993.
1: Four, three, oh, i was, three, I was locked four. up by then i it went to MHC in 91
3: ah uh yeah this was like 94
1: i think but yeah. i remember the paper though the paper was there before you though, right
3: oh yeah it had been there forever
1: yeah yeah i remember that paper, and it's still there um
3: but because people knew who i was i re- i went we went up and hid in the office and, you know we Dude, did didn't... you as the paper guy i mean were you just like <laughs> fucking no, article, you know. No, about I was like I was shitty. like, here's a bunch of criminals who just did a criminal thing. I really hope no one saw my face seeing mm-hmm. them do this. No. So true. <laughs> but wait,
1: you're like a reporter, man. You're supposed a... to be you supposed to be like busting down the fucking.
3: I'm not a reporter. The I'm the cake. I'm the guy who who I they were they pay it was a paid position. I was just mm-hmm. like, this is fucking cool. I don't have to go to class, I'm getting money.
1: Wait, so you telling me after you saw somebody get murdered. The next day, there was nothing in the paper about it.
3: Well, wait. <laughs> wait. Later that same day, cops come up to my office because people, other people in the courtyard were like, they were like, anybody witness this? Anybody see anything? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, the fucking Michael
2: Gulley, the paper the fucking guy, yeah. <laughs> paper guy.
3: So they sent the up cops up to see me. And then, later later that same day, Channel 12 showed up. <laughs> With a fucking camera and a mic in my face, <laughs> saying that with my name, what I did at the school, Address, and that I was birthday. a fucking witness. Oh, oh my god! The
0: they use the word news. witness. <laughs> they put me <laughs> right. on the fucking um, news.
1: Hey, <laughs> Channel Twelve is like the best news of Milwaukee too. <laughs> yeah.
0: It said people. witness, and then like halfway through, they're like, "Oh shit!" and they erased it, and it said "future victim of hit."
1: Hey, did they? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Did they right. change your voice at
0: least?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I was so that was bad. That was bad. Wow. Um, and I've seen the aftermath of people getting killed. Was like the suicide?
0: The, what was it? Gun? Like was it? Shotgun. Uh, and you did you like you? Let's like,
3: move to the next thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the closest I've come, if we're gonna stay on that subject though, and you're not telling stories, I haven't seen anyone die, remarkably, in front of me. Which would freak me the fuck out because I'm very I. preoccupied I, with death. Like I'm like that bit in that whatever works, not a great Woody Allen movie, but that one with Larry David, and he's like coming down the steps and he's like, "Oh my god, we oh got him! I'm dying." And this was like, "Oh my god, what's what's wrong? Should I call 911? He's like, "No, not right now, but eventually I'm <laughs> dying. Like we're all dying." Like, he's just <laughs> preoccupied with this shit, and mortality, right and whatever. Yeah, it's it's, it's fucking hilarious.
3: But I was I'm there like when that. my
0: mom died. I was uh, uh, like in the, in the hotel. Room, or the we took room. her off life, life <laughs> The motel room. Yeah.
3: So I was like touching her when she died. That's that's fucking that's fucking. Yeah, yeah,
2: and that's my, my friend food.
0: Perry, like he wasn't dead yet, but they're like we're gonna pull the plug in a day or two. And I did some of that, but I wasn't there the moment. Like where they like, again, catastrophe theory we talked about oh, alive, not I've, alive. Like
1: I've seen sick people and then they were yeah, dead. Exactly. I was just never there.
0: Here's a good one. Fucking
3: surreal, man. We 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 uh we made it it, when you take someone off someone off life support, you have you sit down in a in an office at the hospital with with the doctors and you make a decision as to. So my mother's husband and I, she had she had lymphoma
0: and was in a was in a coma. You guys did rock paper scissors to see who got to pull the plug? No, (laughs) they. uh, So you have a meeting and you decide
3: when that person's going to die it's fucking surreal
1: like the time
0: yeah we made an appointment for what works for you i'm kind of busy man let's the packers are on let's do oh my god sunday september 6th uh
3: 2015 at 10 a.m was was when we decided so were you on time for it or are you late like you were for this podcast
2: (laughs) so we went there
3: and you you know they they it's her sister, my aunt, me, and her husband, and a doctor, a nurse, actually did this. And they, they crank up the morphine, and they take, they extubate. They take out the, 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 the breathing chip. And it took 43 minutes. And she basically... Picture taking a fish out of the water and putting it on the sidewalk and just standing there and watching it's it, it the breathing just until it's just gone and it took 43 fucking minutes it, it unbelievable I, mean, I still have nightmares about it damn yeah and you're like you're like touching you know you're like touching their
1: hair yeah. and stuff and
0: but inside you're like, like when is this over please just yeah yeah fucking unreal I've never experienced anything like that that's insane have you ever heard of a smother party It turned out fine (laughs) have you ever heard of a smother party it's something they used to do back in the day like during the depression or shit or even the 1800s when they couldn't feed the family so much and it was hard you know what I mean so they'd send the kids off like Duke Ellington at 12 they're like get on a fucking train and go fucking San Francisco we can't feed you you know so a smother party is when you take like an old dying family member or someone who has consumption or whatever, they would put the mattress on top of the person and then the whole family would sit on the mattress and just smother them. That's them not a real thing. Smother party. Look it up, dude. It's like a historical thing. That's how they would avoid 43 minutes of agonizingly watching someone who knows fucking dying die. They yeah, but, is, but someone it's 43 on minutes. <laughs>
3: But then it's forty-three minutes of them of you being able to feel them punching the mattress, trying to get the
0: fuck. I mean, usually I think they'd be old, frail people, and it's like you sit a family on them; they're not—they're just done for. I mean, George Floyd took my mother eight minutes. With my mother just,
1: them, you know? uh, My mom just called me the other day, and she wanted to make sure that I would honor her wishes, like her, her, uh, like she doesn't want a blood transfusion, that kind of stuff. And I was like, why wouldn't I do that? Of course I would. She goes, I'm just making sure. And then I said, yeah, well, me too. If I'm, if I'm sick or deformed or something, don't be resuscitate me. <laughs> and she was like, what do you mean? I'm like, man, if I'm on fire, just leave me alone. I'm almost there. Just yeah. stop, don't, <laughs> just let me go. I'm tired right. of this shit. She was cracking up.
2: She's gotta be in her, I was my mom. I think, I think she's gonna outlive me, I really do. If I don't
1: start making better decisions, I remember back. I remember back oh, a while you.
3: ago when this was a cheery broadcast when we were talking about Mario doing prison time.
0: Oh, yeah, now yeah. we're talking
2: about funerals <laughs> and shit. Jesus. Did your mother?
0: Dude, I love it. Let's talk about all the shit. Did your mother? Was there something that precipitated her making that call? Did a friend of hers die or something? Or Was she just I'm old, not feeling well, or what? Like what? You said she called you saying yeah, the phone you about. said right oh. No, no. Mom, I'm asking you. Mark, you just said your mom oh, called you, right? Saying don't unplug me or some shit. Or did I hear oh, that? Oh
1: yeah, no. She just. My mom's dramatic.
0: <laughs> she's fine. Uh, she's she's like sixty two. Jogs three miles a day.
1: Hey, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how dramatic she is. Right. I called her once. She's like, "Hello." I'm like, "Hey, mom." I <laughs> She's like, "I'm all right. I feel a little sick. I've been in the bed all day." And I'm like, "Oh, that's messed up." And then I hear my nephew in the background, like drop something. And she goes, Michael. <laughs> 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 Michael, what you doing in here? Get in here I told you to get in here and sit down. And I'm like, I said, mama, why are you talking to me off like you in pain? Mm. And she just started laughing. She just started laughing. I was like, you just wanted me to feel bad for you,
0: didn't. She used that sensitive Marky Mark voice. Yeah, right. You got to do oh, talks to his girlfriend. Saying,
2: what's up, baby, Exactly.
0: Hilarious. Sympathy voice. Yeah, she's, she's very dramatic.
1: There's probably nothing even wrong with her.
0: Jay. Yeah. Spin the wheel. Make Mario do one. Oh, shit. I don't even know what's on there. Some of these we've talked That's about. That's the it, beauty but... of it.
1: Wait. What hap- what's happening? Some of these we've talked about already. the problem. We Give
3: spin me the shit. wheel and you gotta, you gotta respond to whatever it comes to.
1: Oh, I thought it was like you win something.
0: I mean, this is one we talked about before, but we posted on fucking Lampton. What's in your spank bank? It landed on again. Oh,
2: God. Oh, oh man. Confess to us to here that.
0: now and our 11 subscribers, what are you jerking off to lately? Wait, what now?
2: <laughs>
0: I'm okay. not, my head's are right here. This, no, not this moment, but lately. Oh.
1: Is that the question?
0: Yes. What's your oh. fodder of late? What does it for? Oh, you? Oh <laughs> man,
1: my girlfriend is here, bro.
3: <laughs> so obviously um, it's his girlfriend.
2: Her, yes, yeah. of course. It's um, and it always
3: has been. Even before they met, he just didn't even know before who I knew who she followed. was.
0: This is where I'm throwing back up a fucking insert of that soap with the bite mark in it. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: that moment turns me on too. That gets me going too. <laughs>
0: Well, the next thing it landed on, both of these thanks to Gall telling me to put them up their pronouns.
1: Oh. So, wait, say that again?
0: Pronouns. What about pronouns? I just ducked out of this one. <laughs> the, 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 he just said Oh, pronouns. what do I think about that? The whole pronoun thing. Being told by strangers oh. what what you need to call them. Because <laughs> you know Gaul got material.
1: <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I don't believe that affects me as much i live in a very conservative area i never meet anyone dude i, I don't do anything that exposes me to that type of lifestyle anymore like do you uh, that, care about
0: it theoretically outside of your own no not at all existence
1: not at all do you man whatever you want to do if it don't affect me i don't give a fuck what you do. just don't hurt nobody i don't care I, I genuinely all i don't hurt people let people do what they want to do
0: but it goes both it. ways, right? What if your neighbors started suddenly coming to you and telling you, like, how to address them and shit? Would you just be cool with it or be annoyed or what?
1: I would have to deal with it at that time. But right, right now, yeah. that's, that hasn't happened. So for me to speculate on what I would do, is just purely speculation. But the way answer. it is now, I, like, if someone asked me, I have no opinion. What's, it's just like with a, abortion, I have no opinion on that whatsoever. It's not my choice, it's, it just doesn't affect me.
0: That's like such a great, smart position to have for so many things when you think about it, though. Because everyone nowadays has got to have a position on everything. It's like,
1: I don't understand. I was just talking to someone about this, about how an idea, a, an ideology can make you so angry that you want to hurt someone insane. that doesn't agree with you. I, I, I can't put my mind around, like, I'm a Packers fan. I hate Bears fans, but there's nothing in that arena that a Bears fan could do to me that would make me want to hurt them just out of nowhere like hey, Right. You know, not even if they walked
3: are... up to you wearing a Bears jersey? As
1: long as they don't touch me. As long <laughs> as you don't touch me say what you want to say. man. It's America. Say what you want to say. Don't call me the n-word but say what you want to say man. I don't care what people do. I really don't man. Just leave me out of this shit.
0: Dude that it's not up to me. It's... that's everyone needs to just say I don't know. I don't have an opinion. I don't care like just check out to a degree everyone's in a frenzy over everything it's crazy i'm
1: i'm more worried about how i'm going to pay my credit card bill next month right it just doesn't affect me in that i don't know anyone who would affect now if i if if it if it touches me later or you know, in the future, then I will you just refer form. to
0: transgender people as it. if it touches me. Is that what you just did no, 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 just no, no, no. I'm not, fucking totally fucking. Oh. It. It's a media <laughs> no. trap. Don't fall for it. Gotcha. <laughs> I meant whatever the
1: subject is, whatever it is, if I have to encounter Bruce. that situation, I will probably form an opinion at that time. But until then, I genuinely don't care what other people do. And
0: even time. at that time though, you don't have to form an opinion. Man, the truly right. I, Greek thing is just to be like, I'm thinking about seen, it still. I don't yeah, got an answer for it. Like, hey, do
2: you, fam? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: hey, if you but but for real, if you ask me to call you something, I'm gonna call you what you want me to call you. Right. Unless you say, like, my name is Daddy, call me daddy. But right. if you if you don't if you want to be called by a a different pronoun or or a different Gender of a name? I don't give a shit. I'll call right. you whatever the fuck you want me to. Well, call here's you. a
0: question though, in regards to that, because this is where people, I think, the slope goes, and people get annoyed. Is what if like the second or third time you forgot and you dead named them or whatever, called them their old name? How mad do they get to get? Because that's part of it. Is people I think get upset when transgender people have like maybe less patience for people remembering to implement the right pronouns or whatever, and it's where like, what do you live? made in Milwaukee but I'm getting out but
1: I've never seen a transgender person wait I know time, several really? I know a
0: couple that I love dearly but
1: in Minnesota I have that com- that comedian you know her uh go
0: What's that? girl was talking about
1: at the uh at the Dublin Irish pub in Minnesota
3: No I don't think I know
1: trans- <laughs> Oh and there was one in Madison too a transgender person in Madison years ago
0: I forgot her name. Regardless if you know him or not, though. You know, and I'm not telling you, you can say I don't have an opinion. Of course that's perfectly valid, like I said. I don't know. You remember that open
3: mic on fifth right off of National, Mario? That was for a couple of years.
1: Uh,
3: I know you were there because we you and I smoked weed outside there once.
1: Fifth and national?
3: Yeah, Fifth Street. that was theater, was it? It was, yeah. it was that, that place. The
1: theater, yeah. I remember the theater, yeah. Yeah.
3: There was a trans, there was a trans person that used to
1: go there all the time to the to the I didn't place. know that.
3: Yeah. Used it, to bake have... used to bake weed cookies. Nice. Called herself Samantha. Dude,
0: and used to bake people, Like I said, I know edibles. people I love, respect. You know, it's I don't give a shit. I'm like you guys said, like, I would just say just
1: people Call you it's whatever you insane. want. Yeah,
0: everyone's got their own everyone's I got can... their thing man <laughs> the fact that anyone cares that much is crazy to me but I right think that's what the thing is. Like, I, think why that, would you... I think it's the militants though of them everyone both sides and i hate the word sides but all people at all times need to try and be as understanding as possible that includes
2: Dude, if you're a transgender person and
0: someone uses the wrong pronoun on you for like the third time but you know they've tried to do it right you know what i mean people are Here, just score an keeping and it's fucking lame.
1: Yeah, that kind of sucks if people can't forgive you for making an honest mistake like that. Exactly,
0: that's all I'm saying.
1: Um, I look at it like this, too. I do not like pro wrestling at all. I don't understand it's pro. Absurd. It's stupid to me. Yeah. I, it's absurd to me. It's dumb. But I see other people like it. That's the thing that's real to me is how mm-hmm. excited I see people get about whatever that thing is. Even if, I, like, country music, you know, I don't get it, but I see all these. Like big stars packing these fucking stadiums like some people, someone like that shit. Racing, like NASCAR. Yeah. That shit don't do shit for me. But I can't deny that it's a thing.
0: As long as it's you not victimizing de- anyone who gives a shit.
1: Right, right. I don't, I, I don't care. I don't get it. People worry about way too much stuff. Dude. Life is simple. True. If you, if you make it simple, a lot of that shit, that's what politics is, man. They just try to make you feel divided when everyone wants the same shit.
0: So crazy. Yeah.
3: Mario is a wise man.
0: He is. On that I note, should I'm we end on words is. of wisdom so he can go finish watching The Shining? Because I feel like an asshole from breaking oh, up somebody's viewing yes, of The Shining. He should start that shit from the beginning again. Oh, yeah. We, yeah.
1: Were just, we, we, had, we were right, right at the beginning where he had moved into the hotel. Oh, perfect. So,
3: now remember, I, Brian Green in the Scatman role.
1: Yes. A- absolutely. The Brian Green. <laughs> um, here's right. my words of wisdom. Don't push when you poop.
0: Ah.
2: To Absolutely. the young
1: kids, you'll 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 thank me and if you don't remember anything else about me. You'll be like, "That's the black dude that told me not to push when I poop." I remember yeah, him.
0: That's true, <laughs> and um, I will say also, i learned from you more wisdom you imparted. If you have to poop really bad, don't just walk into <laughs> a walk into a jar, in a jar stored... hotel. Yes.
1: <laughs> don't ever do that. Hey, I don't even think I told them about it like the next day. I don't think I told her about it <laughs> yeah. until like way later, like days later.
0: That's hilarious. Dude, I
1: freaked out. That shit freaked me out, man. I was like, holy shit, man. That could have been really bad.
0: Yeah. Mick yeah. Luzinski. Mick I am using that. He's as a Liza's character.
1: cousin,
3: right? Or something like
1: that. Um, something by marriage, kind of like oh. distant third, some shit.
0: I've
1: right, actually tried to. Get in touch with him through
0: her, and she doesn't. She can, that. yeah. So, um, yeah. Hey, let's talk and think about doing a green room podcast sometime to test it out. That yeah. should be amazing.
1: I think that's a great idea.
0: If you get the right venue, we'll hook that up. And uh awesome meeting you, dude. I could talk oh, to you for like man. six hours, but yeah, we all got shit to do.
1: Yeah, I got to go watch The Shining.
0: Come back whenever. All right. Good to see you, Mario.
1: All right, you too, bro. I'll talk to you guys later. All
3: Peace. right, bye.